What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you. But real quick, you know what we got to do. First and foremost, don't overthrow the government. That's, that's first. Secondly, we have some ads coming up. This week's episode is brought to you by... Uh, uh, oh my God. Is brought to you by the video versions of this podcast. That's right. Experience the madness in full HD, ad-free on Vimeo for 99 cents an episode or $6.99 a month. Get you unlimited streaming all 89 video episodes that are up currently, adding new ones all the time. Occasionally there's nudity, there's profanity, there's silly looks, there's contemplative looks. There's all sorts of shit that happens in the video version. So check those out today. We are also brought to you by the Twitch stream. That's right. I am Twitch streaming every Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday at twitch.tv slash Slayer. Pop in, join the community, come join the Hangouts. We have a Discord. We have a merch store. We have all these things. Come. Come to our warm embrace on the Twitch stream. Oh. We have a separate YouTube channel for the Twitch stream. Just come. Join us. Join us. Okay, the ads are getting weird today. And last but not least, we were brought to you by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club. The best damn record of the month club. In fact, Vinyl Me Please sends one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection every month. And it comes packaged with things like bonus tracks, color variants. It also comes with an album-inspired artwork and custom cocktail pairing recipe. Music, check. Art, check. Booze, check. What else do you need in this world? And Vinyl Me Please isn't like Record of the Month Clubs of old. It's month to month, no strings attached. Cancel anytime. We all need more music in our lives. So sign up for Vinyl Me Please today at www.joinvmp.com slash A-N-W-D. Once again, that is www.joinvmp.com slash A-N-W-D. My guest this week, you may know her from the viral videos of her eating pizza on stage at Jumbo's while motherfuckers made it rain on her. Returning to the show is Lily Moon. It's been almost three years since Lily's been on, which is a goddamn shame. Lily and I talk about the perils of dating in LA, the time that she met Sting in the club. We touch back on pig cannibalism and a whole lot more. And I will apologize for the very LA-centric stuff right around the two-hour mark. These things happen in a natural conversation sometimes. Besides that, this is a real, real fun episode. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy, Drinking Buddies. Lily, what the fuck's going on? Hey! Feels like I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that you, well, you're in your own home. I hope you're happy to be there. <laughs> this is so hard to like make this appointment. I know. You believe it or not, it's actually been harder to fucking book this since the pandemic's been on than from before. 
Like, what are people doing? I don't... I don't know. I don't fucking know. Like, all I'm doing is playing golf or, like, going to pick up food. Like, there's nothing else to do. There's nothing else you could do. Right. I'm at home editing or doing this all day. So when I'm like, hey, do you want to do the show? They're like, yeah, one's good. I'm like, literally, one's good for you. I will make it fucking happen. <laughs> Any time. <laughs> right. I... Please don't make it too early so I don't have to roll out of bed and do this. But I will. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, afternoon, let me, like, let give me enough time to wake up and put makeup on, and then I'm good. Yeah, and that's pretty much all I needed to do, too. I mean, I just you know, had to touch up the face a little. Yeah, just get it freshen up. Yeah, as before we got on air, I'm like, oh, my God, my beard's everywhere because I haven't even brushed my beard this morning. I'm like, eh, trying to <laughs> fuck it. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh God, the beard is like spit, like <laughs> getting wild. He's getting wild. A little, a little. I mean, it's not down to here anymore, but that's been a while since it was that no, long. Yeah. So besides golfing and hanging out in your apartment, getting food, what all the fuck you been doing? I mean, like when I, I think when we first, yeah, no, when we first we do the first podcast, I didn't have an OnlyFans. I have an OnlyFans now, so I, like, I mean. Obviously, I can't work at Jumbos, so, like, between OnlyFans and then, like, I started making masks for the pandemic, so, like... I, know, I, I rock your mask my all Etsy the time. shop in general. Oh, yeah. I forgot you got one. <laughs> um, and then, like, paint. I've been trying to, like, paint more. Uh, I, I hate everything when I paint. Like, I seriously... <laughs> my friend actually said to me this morning, she, like, responded to my story because I posted a painting that I did, like, over a year ago. And I was like, I fucking hate this. I'm pretty sure. I think I hate it. I think I hate it. And I think I'm going to do something else to it. She responded and she's like, you're not a real artist unless you hate your work. And I was like, that is the only thing that makes me feel like a real artist is that I hate a lot of my work. Yeah. I mean, that's 100% accurate. You got, I'm like, this is trash. Nobody would buy this. Like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Yeah. I I feel like you're some crazy narcissist. If you like, you see what you did and you're like, that was amazing right off the bat. (laughs) a work of art yeah. i will sell it for a million yeah like i feel like you have to be you know kanye west levels of narcissism to just be like that's a hit that's amazing yeah i fucking nail it every time but that also could be why kanye is very very well to do and we are not because he has that level of self that goes on be- beyond self-confidence <laughs> yeah no it's like psychotic I've said this multiple times on the air, but like, I honestly don't know if I'm egotistical enough to make it in entertainment because every like fairly famous celebrity's home I've been in has to a shrine to themselves somewhere in their house, usually in their bathroom. Hey, look at you making it. Like I couldn't help myself. <laughs> see, see. It fits well there. <laughs> see. Look, I didn't pay to have that made. The photographer had it made. One for him and one for me. And I was like, I mean, I have it. For sure. For sure. I'm not, not I'm not happy. I'm congratulating you on your success, obviously, because you're obviously <laughs> able to make it in this fucking business. But then like, you know, I, they came to fix like the heat a couple weeks ago and they walk in and I'm like, welcome to my home. Like every time a stranger comes in for something, I'm like. And I usually look like so homely when someone's coming in. I doubt that. Like I doubt no it. makeup. I doubt it. 
like broken out bun on the head sweatpants and they're like is that you i'm like yes <laughs> well at least it's only like one you know one photo at this point you haven't you don't have the whole wall going not yet it's true not yet not yet not yet yeah because i've definitely been in like musicians homes that were like their gold records are up and like they're all their like a tonight show appearance photo of the tonight show appearance shit like that <laughs> i don't want to say his name but yeah I, I was at a very famous guitar player's house and the second i walked in there was an entire like you walk in and there's the hallway and the whole wall was like all these like platinum records and gold records he's been a part of and i was like okay yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking so. about because you, know, you posted you're at his house <laughs> in the story. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. I have some off-air comments about all that, but anywho. Oh no, 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 different person. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Oh. See, it's a common fucking trait. You're proving my point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I feel like if I got like if I get more popular, I'll probably start doing the same show. Be like, oh, I did this, so <laughs> so proud of myself. <laughs> I mean, not to you know toot your horn, but you know, you do have like three appearances on like two on MTV and one on a Bob Saget show that has happened this year. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, and nobody even tells me. Like they don't tell me. Like I have like I've ran to people like my. Uh, I heard about the most recent one on MTV because, and when I heard the show was coming out, I was like, okay, like my video should be on this one more than anything because it's literally a food related ridiculousness, like essentially. Um, but I didn't hear anything when I was like, whatever. And then my parents, friends who we know originally from church, like <laughs> called me and they're like, Hey, Lil. We're watching you on MTV. I was like, oh, on ridiculousness? And they were like, no, deliciousness. And I was like, oh, okay. Can you record it and send it to me? Because I I didn't know. <laughs> like, sure. And they sent me a little recording of it. I was like, oh, okay. So I then I contacted the licensing company. I'm like, yo, where's my money? And they're like, it's gonna take a minute. I'm like, mm -hmm, okay. Uh, as long as you know that you got to pay. Yeah, Hiller. Waiting for my check. Right. Gotta make that money. Always waiting for that check. Now the question is, what do you do to top that? I don't know. You know, I did like the the giant Sicilian pizza thing. And uh and that like I mean that got a lot of attention, but it didn't like it's it's hard to like because I was like, okay, that'll be funny. Like that, that'll do well. And then it pissed people off more than anything, which like made me really happy. Um, but it's funny. Cause I like, I came out, I, I put a video out of me like rolling around on this massive pizza and it didn't get much attention at all. And then I posted a picture of me just sitting on this pizza and everyone was fucking pissed. <laughs> and everyone was just like, you wasted this pizza. There are starving people. Like there are homeless people. Like what I like, I was like, if you're so worried about homeless people, like go feed them. How often are you feeding homeless people? Right. Oh, fucking never. Like shut the fuck up. And, well, also, we the, ate the pizza. Well, on top of it, homeless people in LA don't eat gluten. True. Also, somebody had the balls to be like, 
I hope that you donated that pizza to homeless people afterwards. And I was like, the pizza that I rubbed my ass all over, like that's rude as fuck. I would never do that to a homeless person. Like no, me and my friend who filmed it for me, like me and her were fucking eating the pizza afterwards. Cause like, see, I don't give a fuck. I I think you should have Ziploc bagged individual slices and sold them. I should have, you know, the thing is, is like the time, by the time people were bringing that up, it was like, the pizza head wasn't good anymore. Like I, I, I brought so much Tupperware and I brought us so much of it home and we just was like slowly eating pizza. But then like, obviously I couldn't finish all of it. And so I, yes, I did throw some away. Sue me. Um, well, you know, yeah, where are the slices? And I'm like, dude, this was like two weeks ago. Like it's not, I should have froze a bunch of it, right. but you know, should have froze it. Sold it like you're selling used panties. Just kept it in the freezer until someone ordered it. Yeah, it's ready to go. You know, Freshly like sat on. two years. I think it was like two years ago at this point. Me and a bunch of people tried to do the Big Mama and Papa's challenge. Like tried to kill oh, it. How'd that go? Not well. I mean, it went. We almost did it. I mean, we almost did it, but not. Holy fuck! I've I've never eaten so much in my goddamn life. Because it's that whole fucking pizza you ordered. With four toppings, killed by eight people in two hours. The toppings are, like, so much extra, too. Well, so when you do the challenge, uh, the four toppings are included. Oh, that's cool. And if you can pull it off, it's twelve. you win 1200 bucks, and the pizza's free. I, I wish I wasn't so... Well, I like, I like my body. I just wish I could eat more. Uh, <laughs> because I'd love to, like, go in on that challenge. But I know I'd eat, like, two slices and be like, oh... So full sucks. It was me, uh, some other adult talent, and a couple professional eaters, and we got close, but we didn't. We also fucked up on the toppings. Uh, one of the toppings because they do you know each quarter of it in a different topping. We did bacon on one of them, yeah. which just ended up being way too salty. Oh yeah. And one of the professional eaters, yeah. we found out after the fact, like doesn't eat pork. It's like, but why would you? You should have definitely said something. Yeah, like, let's all start on this corner and you start on that corner over there. But I love bacon. Oh, and it was just, by the end of it, it was like too fucking salty. It, it was brutal. I bet. Like, a couple people, you know, because you, you obviously can't puke during the competition, but like the minute the competition over, one and puked in the bathroom. Oh. Uh. I wonder how many people, like, puke at that place. <laughs> well, I don't think people like, do the challenge that often. But I'm sure every time someone does, it happens. I'm like, I'm super full. I know, I'm going to order a Sprite and, like, help burp, and that'll help. And, like, I made it worse. I want I puked when I got home. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no more. No more in my stomach. Yeah, no, like, the Sprite made it just fucking worse. It was like... Adding a Mentos to a you know diet fucking Coke. Oh, oh my god! I don't know why that reminds me. My first boyfriend ever, like, I don't know, like seventeen, eighteen years. Old. No, no, sixteen, fifteen, sixteen years old. I was out of high school by seventeen. Mm, different story. But he decided, like, RC Cola, okay, uh, decided to be like, I'm gonna chug. An entire two liter of RC Cola. And that was like, 
like him projectile vomiting afterwards was like a Mentos mixed with a Coke. Like it was, <laughs> it was wild. I remember taking a picture of him puking. I don't know what happened to him. Oh, back before everything was stored forever on our phones. I know. Bummer. Now I save everything. Bummer and not a bummer. Could you imagine actually like coming up in an age where like people had smartphones? To <laughs> Finding every- a photo. <laughs> yeah, like able to capture no. every stupid thing you did as a teenager god god it's like my my dad was like talking recently about he's like well you know like things are cool you know at the time and then they're not cool later or whatever so like he's like you know you you used to shave off your eyebrows and 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 draw them on and in high school and like that was cool at the time and I was like that wasn't cool at the time it was never cool it wasn't cool it wasn't cool then it's not cool now there's like I have a picture somewhere of it I didn't know how to draw my eyebrows on <laughs> I didn't like learn how to do that first like fucking... and then be like oh, I'll shave these up it's just like a line and then like it. oh good god <laughs> but that was the look at the time it was nobody's look but mine Nobody else was doing that. I was so hardcore made fun of in high school. Because I dressed like I do now, but worse. But also better, but worse. <laughs> See, that's the nice part about it. I just it. realized I've like not changed at all. Oh, I'm sure you've changed a little bit. I'm sure you have evolved a well, bit. Well, yeah, just like slightly. But I still want to be a Spice Girl, and I still tell everyone to go fuck themselves. Those are still valid qualities, so that's fine. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. Speaking of, like, trends and, like, doing facial things and makeup a certain way, that's why, like, I'm always, like, no shade to any of my friends who do this professionally. But, you know, the people who get permanent makeup done, it's always like, are you sure that you want this style of brow forever? Yeah. Yeah. Or like even like laser hair removal. Like girls are like, I got all my pussy hair removed, and I'm like, all of it? Like, but what if you want it back? Like, I don't know. Bushes are back. They are. They are. Not for me, but not for you. <laughs> like, I got laser hair removal like on my bikini line, because I'm like. I don't give a shit what the style is. I don't ever want hair like pop out of my fucking underwear or bikini or whatever. But like, but then the rest, I was like, I'll, I'll style in whatever style I feel like. I don't know. The day, well, like, a, you know, like two weeks ago or something, I did a lingerie shoot for this girl's company. And I was like, I gotta shave because I don't know what kind of lingerie I'm going to be wearing. And then... And it was like really weird because I've had a bush for so long. And then afterwards I was like, okay, like now, I don't know, should I like wax it and then just like leave it ball for like a second? Or should I grow it back in? I don't know. Ooh, the decisions I can make right now. It's like wild. I don't, I don't know. Growing pure so hair back out is just <laughs> so, so itchy. So itchy when it grows back. Yeah, I haven't had that. I don't have that issue. Well, you're lucky. I will say though, like I shaved it and then I shaved it again, like two days later. 
and I fucked up. And I was like, I had so many razor bumps and I was like, I've made a mistake. Like, why did I do this? Oh, I was miserable for like a day. Oh, that's the worst. And to be fair, I've not peaked your OnlyFans content, so I don't know how naked you are getting on there. Because that could be like a drawback to your fucking work, potentially. Not, I'm not getting naked on there. So, you know, join my OnlyFans, everyone. So, well, at least you don't have to worry about, like, losing money out because you're like, oh, I have razor burn. I can't have people think I have herpes or some shit. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, what are those bumps? I'm like, I swear, I just shaved wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Right? We're in quarantine. I don't have to do this all the time. I know. I'm like, oh, like, growing out my arm hair again. Yeah, me too. Okay. Just, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll click on Mine almost looks as long as yours. It's wild. No, mine's so short right now. I like took a bath last night. And I was like, why? Why? <laughs> why I go it? through like phases though. I'll let it grow out a little bit. And then like, I'll end up doing a photo shoot or something. And I'm like, okay, get rid of it. And then like, wait a few weeks. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I get that Not on the photo shoot part, but just occasionally just look down like, oh man, I, I just got to get rid of this. Like, yeah, maybe I should just do like a little, little something. Yeah, just give it a little trim. Yeah, and then the always just when it's that long, and then you cut it. It's like, oh, now I gotta you know sweep my bathroom floor, otherwise it looks like a barber shop in here. And <laughs> you know, like go over the toilet or like what, like this, like fucking you know, you know what, cat, you know, uh, <laughs> Captain Morgan on the barrel over the toilet, like. Teach me your technique. Is that if that's your plan? Like, you're like, I got it. It's fine. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. There's a little you know, here, and then like, you know, I gotta you know move the bits and like, you know. Yeah, I guess that's. I mean, same with girls though. It's like you gotta like maneuver oh, through folds and shit. <laughs> I can't imagine trying to do it as a woman, like, because it's just like you you have very sensitive parts that you know are. A little more flappy than you know, my testicles. A little more flappy. Just a little more <laughs> flappy. Yeah. It's, and I, I like to re, you know, refer to my pubic region as like, I have a party mullet down there because it's, you know, it's it's, <laughs> well, it's short in the front, but it's still long in the back because I, you know. Just party in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still a fairly hairy dude and I'm not like. You're like, I'm not trying to like. Get all up in there. Yeah, I'm not trying to get all up in my asshole to try to like have a you know, <laughs> baby bottom over here. Oh my god, that's hysterical. So, ladies, ladies, the line forms to the left, and um, just be aware that you know, if you go to toss the salad, that you may get some hair. In. Just letting you know. Believe in full disclosure about <laughs> just these FYI. Things. Yeah, full disclosure. Don't don't want you to be surprised. Yeah. I'd be like, I mean, it's important. Yeah. Last thing you want is like. <laughs> By the way, it's a forest in there. Good luck. Right, it's a forest. It's a it's a well cleaned forest, but it's still a forest. And now, I, now, Dad, so okay, tossing salad. You do you toss salad? I'll eat that ass. I feel like, as a modern man, you have to. It's a, it's like a social contract with the world at this point. Right? It's like, it's such a thing. And I, I'm going to be honest. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. No, I, 
I don't think I've ever actually like had my asshole eaten, and I'm not really sure I really want to. It doesn't do anything for me. If anything, I sit there and I'm like, God, I hope I don't get gassy right now. Like, I really would not want, I don't want to fart in this person's face. Like, I, but it does nothing for me, like, pleasure-wise. So I'm just like, my mind just wanders. And I'm, I'm really, ultimately, I'm just like, I hope I don't fart in their face. But like, how long is this going to go? I don't, like, I had an ex that really liked doing it though. And so I'm like, well, who am I to, you know, like at this point, this is for you and I want to do it for you. So like, you know, you enjoy it. So like, let's do it. But why? And honestly, I don't want to fucking do it to anyone either. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly not demanding it. I'm actually probably if someone's tongue went down there, I would like fucking clench up. Like every time, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with a man being penetrated, <laughs> but I have a history of, like, some bowel no, issues. No, not at all. Absolutely not. I have I have some history of some bowel issues, so anytime a finger has gone anywhere near my asshole, I've, like, clenched. Just like, whoa, 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 well, whoa, and, whoa. And I think that's just a normal thing for a guy to do, too. I, uh, my, one of my favorite things, this is kind of mean. This is, and now in the, it's, it is mean. Um, <laughs> pretty much every guy I've ever dated at this point I just get off so much on like when they're not expecting it, like they're just brushing their teeth and I come up and just like shove my fucking hand in their asshole. I mean, not in it, but like, you know, they have pants on, but I'm like, Hey, and they're like, Oh, and I'm like, "Hmm, that's the reaction I wanted. And then I like walk away. See, that's funny. That's funny. And honestly, sexually, I've only ever put my finger in a dude's butthole one time ever. And like, I was like, I was in like a, I mean, well, that was my last boyfriend. I was like a very committed relationship. And I was like, you know what? I really like you. So if you wanted to do it, I would do it. But normally I don't have any interest in that. I don't. I'm not trying to touch everyone's butthole. I'll touch my butthole. I'm not trying to touch everyone else's butthole. Right. All right. I mean, if, if, if the partner is super into it, sure. But it's, eh. yeah. I'm not, it's not and like I would it. like my partner to touch my butthole, just not with their mouth. Yeah, just give it a little tickle. Yeah, just, you know, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Full on shocker, two in the pink, one in the stink. Yeah, 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 I'm into that. As long as their nails or like, are... like, anal is great, but like, gotta be in the mood for it. Well, yeah. Anal is definitely not one of those like, things totally you want to just like, go for no. No, you, you got to ease it in. There's got to be I lubrication. Do, I want. Oh, oh, it's a process. Oh yeah, it's got to be like. I've only ever had one partner who was just like ramming in, and she she was also like the most submissive woman I've ever been with. I would die. I would die because like I I've had I think two times ever where like had a like a boyfriend like fucking me from behind and just it's like in the dark and all of a sudden just like hoof just like went to like aggressively go but wrong hole and I was like I couldn't speak it was just like I couldn't even breathe for a second it was so much pain like just ram it in are you out of your mind I mean oh this is a partner uh-huh. who, this is a partner who's like wanted me to like Two hand choker to near unconsciousness at points, and like, yo, 
hit her pretty hard. Like she was just, yep. She was into into being a very heavy bottom. And I was just like, yo, are you into this? She's like, yeah, fucking keep doing it. I'm like, okay. Like I almost was feeling a little kind of weird about it. Like, like, okay. As long as you're into this and like, I'm as long, you know, cause especially when it's a fairly new relationship and you're with someone who, you know, new and it's like, they're doing things. And I'm like, I'm trying to make sure like, you're not just doing this because you like me and you think this is what I want. Yeah. 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 And then later you're going to feel like really uncomfortable about it. And then it's going to be like a weird thing. It's like, you got to be careful about that stuff in the beginning. Like I've like, I've started like seeing dudes before and then they just like grab my throat and I'm like, Whoa, like no, there, like there's just no, communication on it or, or like reason that they should just think that that's just okay to do that like early on. And I'm like, like my first boyfriend actually did like, you know, throw me back, grabbing my beat by the throat. So like, don't get me wrong. I like it. (laughs) Not that I didn't like that, but like, I like it like now, like I've learned to like it, but, but if there's no, uh, like, if I don't trust you sexually or if I don't know you that well, like, don't just assume you can do that. Yeah. No, I, I so totally get that. It's weird because, like, I like I absolutely love doing that. But then, like, if someone just, like, does it and I'm like, whoa, whoa, who the fuck do you think you are? And then I'm, like, immediately turned off by that person because I'm like, you didn't where there's no respect there. It's just like you just did it because you. I, I will say, I in the heat of the moment, I have definitely put my hand on a new partner's neck, but, like, no pressure. Just, like, there. And if, like, uncomfortable or they move yeah, my hand. Yeah, like it's a very light thing. Th- and yeah. then it's like, yeah, if they don't want you to, they'll show that. But, like, don't just go in for the kill. No. Aggressively. No. no. Uh, if anything, I'm at, I'm looking for someone to be, like, choke me harder than, you know, being like, stop. <laughs> like Yeah. You're like, this is it? But like it's like, so like okay, a light touch. yeah, light touch. Okay, you're cool with it. Like it's gonna stay a light touch until you know we feel each other out, or you're like, choke me harder, bitch. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh I'm yeah. A like bitch if now, they take I? your hand I'm... and they're like, no more. And yeah. You're like, oh. Exactly. Like also when guys just like go to choke you, except they're actually choking you and not doing it the way they're supposed to do it. You're like. Are you trying to murder me right now? Are you like, or you just saw this in a porn and you have no idea what you're doing? So you think, do not crush women's windpipes, dudes. Don't do it. Sides, not front. Yeah, don't don't grab someone's trachea and like squeeze. (laughs) Like you could do. She starts actually coughing. You're not doing it right. (laughs) Yeah, like you're supposed to cut off blood flow so they get lightheaded, not. Yeah, it's like a euphoria thing, not a murder thing. Right. Well, for some people, that could be euphoria. I mean, I'm not king shaming. Well, this is true. If they specifically say they are into that, by all means, talk about. I don't know. It's the Everyone's f- got their kinks. Exactly, and that's half the fun of you know new partners and sexuality is like trying to figure out what, like, yes, we can get you know tab A into slot B, but what other stuff are we doing in the process there? Yeah. Like, I, I, I love, like, I'll probably, if I'm, like, seeing, like, a new person after maybe, like, 
two to three times of having sex, I'm like, all right, so what are you into? Like, I'm like, now I know that I'm into this enough that we're like, we're going to keep doing this. So like, let's learn. What do you like? Let me tell you what I like. Okay, cool. Let's start doing more shit. Right. So how fast do you decide it's off when it's off? I mean, like, I don't know, 99% of the time, just talking to a dude for 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Never fucking mind. Because there's just, like, the lack of maturity and the lack of, like, decency. Like, you know, especially, like, we and we talked about this when I was, like, kind of skimming through our last one. Uh, like I've, I've basically veered away from what society deems as normal in every aspect of my fucking life. So guys all the time look at me as like a novelty. So like, Oh, colorful hair and tattoos. I bet she's fun in bed or like, Oh, she's a dancer. I bet she's fun in bed or whatever. And then it becomes, (laughs) yeah. But like, Regardless of how I look, like maybe I'm just fun in bed because I'm a fun in like bed kind of gal, okay? But like, uh, but but it, it becomes this novelty, and then and then guys don't look at me as like a potential real relationship. I I become like this, uh, well novelty. It's it becomes this like oh I would I would try that out and see how it is, and that's it. And so, but like, you can kind of usually tell that pretty quickly talking to someone. Cause the second a guy finds out, well, maybe I should have my fucking sound on. Um, the second a guy finds out that I'm a dancer or that uh, I'm big on social media and that my ass is all over the place. Like a lot of times their tone changes immediately. And I don't think they realize that, but I notice it. And so like, it'll be like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, oh, what do you do? Or what's your Instagram or whatever? And the second I give it to them, like, there's like a weird comment or just the way they start talking to me is different. And I'm like, okay. Like, remember when you thought I was just a normal person five minutes ago? Because I still am. So can yeah. we not? We not go there. And then so it's like, okay, never mind. Or they find out what I do and they just are like, bye. Like, I'm out. I'm like, okay, fine. Which I I don't blame anyone for. It's it's a shame, but like I everyone has different boundaries. I mean, I actually I met someone on Tinder. Oh, I never ended up meeting him, but I talked to him for like a hot minute. And we seemed to like really hit it off. And then he was like, I'm an actor. And I was like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm going to work. And he was like, why? And I was like, I know myself. And right off the bat, like if you are like doing like sex scenes or like making out with girls, like for your scene, I know I won't be okay with it. I know I wouldn't. I just know I wouldn't. It would bother the shit out of me. And I know it's not real and it's simple and I get that, but I know it would bother me. So I'm not going to put myself in that situation to be, to deal with it. And he like, he argued with me and, and it was a very like adult argument. It wasn't like whatever we were like bantering back and forth. And I was like, I respect 
his, uh, I don't know, I respected the way he was going about it, but he was like really trying to like, tell me why it's okay. And I was like, it's okay for you. Like, that's your boundary. And that's not my boundary. And that's okay. Everyone's boundaries are different. That doesn't make what you do wrong. That's just something I couldn't deal with. I was like, same thing with like dating someone in porn. And he was like, well, I couldn't date someone in porn. And I was like, wow, you just proved my point. Why wouldn't you date someone in porn? And he's like, well, because they're having sex. And I was like, okay, literally the same concept, like literally the same concept. And he's like, well, no, because I'm not having sex with anyone. And I was like, yes, but it's still intimacy. Like you like making out with someone that's like an intimate act. And he's like, well, it's not intimate. And I was like, okay, it's not intimate to you. Right. Most porn scenes aren't intimate to the people that are performing them. Yeah, not at all. It is not cute when people are constantly, like, there's, like, 17 people standing there, and they're all talking and telling you what to do. Like, that's not hot. No, or, you know, you have to get but into like, some uncomfortable position like, and open up for the camera. you're my point. Yeah. Well, and the thing about it is, like... Yeah, well, yeah, I'm we have to make this look good on camera, so do this. Right, and as you're saying this, like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, dude, why would you want to even try to spend time with someone that you have to hard sell on wanting to spend time with you? Yeah. 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 And that's something I've had to learn for myself recently. So it was funny, like talking to him and just being like, dude, like you don't even know me. Why are you trying so hard to like make this work when let's be honest, if you want to like just, you know, basic uh, percentages, we're probably not going to end up together anyway. But like, I don't know, just like, well, you'll meet someone who's down with you being an actor. Maybe they'll be an actress. I don't know. Like, right. well, it's, it's not. Even if it's two fucking civilians, if you have to hard sell someone on like getting involved, it's just a problem day one. Like, I shouldn't yeah. have to like. But no, 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 you're wrong. Convince uh, you to want to try right. to. Get involved. Like, yeah, I'm worth dating. I swear. I swear to you. Like, give me a shot. Like, and that's, yeah. And that's, and that's a huge thing I've had to learn, especially with how I look, like what I do for a living, whatever. It's like, you're not going to convince someone to be like, oh, you're a dancer. I'm cool with that if they're just not cool with it. And that's fine. Don't be cool with it. Like, whether it's because you're ignorant on what a dancer really does or what that means or if you know all about it and are just not into it fine that's your fucking boundary i can't i can't do anything about that um 100 usually it's just like that type of shit but well on top of it and on top of it like it's better that a dude recognizes his boundary and decides not to go over it than being like oh lily's super cool I know I'm not cool with this. I'm going to, you know, but I'm going to do it anyways because she's super cool. And then being like, oh, nope, that really was a hard boundary for me. Uh, Hey, I'm sorry you're attached to me and everything, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like five months in, six months in, you guys are like, oh, like, we like love each other. Let's be like in a real relationship. By the way, I don't like what you do. Can you change it? My last boyfriend, Loki, did that to me for like a second where like we started getting actually invested, like you're my boyfriend, you're my girlfriend, whatever. And then all of a sudden he was like, yeah, can't you do something else? And I was like, excuse me? He was like, can't you do something else? And I was like, can you do something else? He was like, no, this is my career. And I was like, oh, okay. Cause this is my career. Yeah. 
And I asked you right in the beginning and you were like, oh, I go to jail most of the times. It's cool. So like one, you don't get to be a patron of my fucking job and then shit on me for doing it. Like that's, abs- that's even worse. Like it's one thing if you're like, oh, I don't really attend places like that. And I don't love that you do it, but you were like, oh, I go there sometimes. It's a fun place. I'm totally cool with you doing it. And then being like, well, I don't like that you do it. I was like, I, Oh my God. I got like so stern so quick. And I was like, I'm not doing this with you. We already have talked about this for literally, I don't know, five months, however, however long we've been dating. I'm not gonna play this game with you. If you don't like it, there's the fucking door. This is my job. And I love my job. I'm not stopping doing my job for you. Unless you're trying to pay all my fucking bills. Are you gonna pay all my fucking bills? You're not. Okay. I'm gonna go to work. You're going to shut the fuck up. And he very quickly was like, you're right. I'm sorry. And then it never came up again. He came to visit me. He brought his friends in. It was great. But even if he was going to pay all your bills, you really don't fucking want that. Cause then there's a weird power dynamic. No, no. Yeah. No, I wanted to still work there and I still want to work there. I'm going to work there. I mean, after this interview, she's actually going to go break in and dance anyways. Just kick in the door. Yeah. Put, yeah. put on the jukebox, do a couple songs like underground. Jumbos. I need it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but then like, but so like back to your question then. So like, that's that. But then as far as sex, like, I don't know after like, if I have sex with someone one time and it's like God awful, I'm like, no, like, yeah, I don't. Any particular stories you can think of? If it's like after my last long-term relationship, the one that I talked about on our last uh, podcast, um, I was like, I, well, I was like really sad about the breakup and stuff. And like, I don't know, sometimes my way of like getting over things is just like quickly finding someone else to bang. So most humans. I like, yeah, yeah. So I very quickly went and like found someone that he was like, he was really cute. He was really nice. Very nice. And we went out and we had a really good time. And then we like kissed and it was, so bad it was so bad and that's like it's just it's not hard you know it's not hard to i don't know so like that was it was like lizard tongue and i was like and i was like was okay. the, like the fast darting but trying yeah. to hit the back of your throat yeah like it was just like i i don't even know how to explain it to be honest it was so bad i'm like you're a grown-ass man you know what i mean like I think back on it now and I'm like, okay, going through my twenties, like, you know, we're all, we're all slowly learning here and there. And so it's like in your thirties, if you don't know how to kiss a girl, like, it's not like, it's not like sex where every girl's like so different and that you have to like figure out what works for her. Like it's just kissing. Yeah. But I was like, okay, that like, I can explain, like, I can explain what I want in that department. Like that can, that can be worked out. Like that's not whatever. And then like, I'm going to sound like a dick. Like we went back to his place and he lived in a studio apartment. And I was like, you're you're grown up. Like I live in a studio. And then um, like when your couch is right next to your bed, like two feet away from it, it feels weird. So you and then to, it was just like everything. Oh my god! So there, there's a little bit to unpack here. So first and foremost, I feel like the bad kissing thing is a, unfortunately like this 
result of the societal like norm of women not being able to like feeling uncomfortable about sticking up about dude's behavior. He probably like thinks he's a great kisser because there's been so many women in his life who just for whatever reason, haven't told him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so I ended up kind of telling him, well, I kind of ended up telling him just that he was not good in general. And I felt really bad about it, but so we like, we hooked up and literally everything he did, I was just like, why is every single thing you do terrible? Like, I was like, okay, he's a bad kisser, but like, like it's, it can't all be bad. You know, like usually a guy is not good at everything. Usually there's something he's at least slightly lacking in, you know what I mean? Where you're like, okay, but like everything's amazing. And that's like, okay, but like everything's amazing. So it's like, cool. Uh, no, everything, every single thing was so, 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 so bad, so bad. And I was just like, all right, let's just have sex. Like, every, like whatever. And then I felt like I was being literally stabbed and I was like, why, why is it so bad? And so then we like stopped and we were like laying there and I was like, I have to get out of here. And it's like three in the morning and it's like weird now. Cause like, how do I leave? Right. Like how do I need to come up with a reason why I need to leave? Cause I cannot spend another fucking minute here. I can't, I can't do it. Well, and for the, my own <laughs> that's another thing that should be fucking normalized is being like, Hey, we're finished. I'm going to go like that yeah, should be fucking I, normalized. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't, I don't feel like being here anymore. Straight up, which I've, I think that it's like between my breakup, which was a slightly traumatic in a, in a series of events. And then like that. And then I ended up having an, another, like literally I waited for a little while. and was just like, I don't want to meet anyone, which was really weird for me. I was like, I have no interest in dating at all. I don't want to do this. And then I met this guy at a bar. He was the bartender and I brought him home and he tried to stealth rape me. Like tried to like take the condom off without me knowing and, and that. And so, and I just snapped and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, well, I thought you knew. And I was like, don't, don't bullshit me. I blatantly told you that you need to have a condom on like earlier. So like you knew, get the fuck out of my apartment. And he was like, what? And I was like, get the fuck out of my apartment. We are done here. And he was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, get out, get out of my apartment. So I think the series of events has like kind of made me snap. And now I'm like, I don't like this. And I'll just, say how I feel all the time in any situation. And so like, after that, I ended up going on a date where the guy was just pissing me off all night. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. And he was like, what? And I was like, I'm not enjoying this. So I'm just, I'm done here. I'm going to go. And it was just like such a defining moment (laughs) in my life to just be like, you know what? You don't need to sit in this date all night that you're not having fun at. You can just leave. You're a grown up. You never have to see this person again. Like, yeah. just tell them. Yeah. Don't matter. It was real bad. I, I left. I've never was... been on a date bad enough where I just up and bounced on it. But I definitely had some dates where, like, halfway through it, I'm like, this is going nowhere. So, like, eventually when it wrapped, it's just like, you know, nice meeting you. Yeah. Have a good one. <laughs> Have a good one. But I also think, like, yeah, for a dude to bounce on a date, like, 
the the person you're on a date with has to just be objectively horrible for you to just be like, I'm out. I had a guy kick me in the stomach on accident. That was enough. That was like literally in the same like time frame. I was like, you know what? I thought I can't. I can't anymore. I don't want to date. This is so. It's so. How, how he was you- like, I'm going to show you jujitsu or whatever. And I was like, okay. And then he like, I think he accidentally did it, but he like kicked me in the stomach. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? And then he laughed about it. And I was like, it wasn't. That wasn't funny. And like, you hurt me. And he was like, oh. And I was like, I'm going to go. And he was like, wait, really? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. That's a weird flex. Like, hey, we're on a first date. I'm going to show you martial arts to assert my dominance over you. Weird flex, bro. Weird. I had another guy who threw. We went on a picnic. It was one of the, one of the few dates I've had during quarantine. We went on a picnic to, you know, social distance. And he was like throwing. He brought his dog and he had like a dog ball. And he like literally threw it at my face. And I was like, can you not do that, actually? And he was like, I'm really sorry, you know? And then like, and then the rest of everything was cool. So I was like, okay, maybe he just like didn't mean to hit me in the face. And he like hit me in the face, you know? Like, I'll I'll let that one thing slide. And then- Did he hit you in the face hard? Like- We like, no, it wasn't hard. He just like tossed it at me. But I was just like, hit me in the face. Like, how about don't? So then he was like doing something out by my apartment. And he was like, you know, let me stop by and say hi. And I was like, okay. And he stopped by. And then like, literally at one point, like, I I was, so I I went to show my shoes. And so we like went in my room and I was like, so this is like a whole shelf full, like bookshelf of them. And so we're like sitting on my bed and he like laid back and he like swung over and kicked me. And I was like, ow, what the fuck? And he was like, oh, and he like laughed. And I was like, and he did it again. And I was like, dude, no, that hurts. And he goes, it didn't hurt. And I was like, no, it did actually. That's why I said that it did because it did. He was like, no, I don't think it hurt you though. And I was like, I'm telling you that it did hurt. And he was like, I mean, maybe emotionally. And I was like, what he's like i didn't hit you i didn't hurt you physically and i was like okay uh like i i i don't i'm what i'm like i can under <laughs> i can wrap my brain around like trying to do like the schoolyard pull the hair of the girl i like you know kicking you like if you thought it was playful what on earth <laughs> but i i couldn't wrap my brain around and being like the response to that when you're like I don't think this is funny. You're like, oh, I must have hurt you emotionally. Like, that's what? Right? Like, literally, how hard is it to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't, like, I didn't realize I hate her. Like, you're like a, he was like 6'4 or something. I was like, you're a big dude. I'm a tiny person. Like, maybe you don't realize how hard you kicked me, but you kicked me harder than you think. And it did hurt. Like, it hurt. Yeah. Like, he was like, it didn't hurt you. And like, he just kept arguing his point to me. And I was like, okay, you can leave now. I don't, like, I can only imagine getting into an actual argument with, with you. Like, you can't even take responsibility for like a tiny thing. I'm not, I can't. This has been my dating life like the last like, year. I, I can't. As we come on this podcast and prove once again that dating in LA is hell. 
Oh my god. It is. It really is. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I Lord help me. The, <laughs> the the And we're all still single. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> the last person I I didn't even know the last person I went technically went out on a I guess it was a date. I didn't really think it was a date. It was like someone I had recently met. Uh she came by to like drink whiskey and just hang out. Like drank some whiskey, had some cigars, and like, you know, we're just talking, like and she's like, I'm in a polyam like a, a polyamorous thing. I'm like, oh that's cool, like you know, just hanging out, hanging out. You know. Uh, we were just on my, you know, you've been to my place. We're on my balcony hanging out. And she's like, it's a little cold. Do you want to go back inside? Yeah, we go back inside. Like, we throw on some cartoons and start hanging out on my couch and, like, starts getting comfortable. And then, you know, we start messing around and, like, I think everything's good. And then, like, uh, she's just been banished. <sighs> Still follow each other on social media, of course. I but- <laughs> Oh, yeah, of course. They bounce, but they never... That's, like, the weirdest thing of dating at this point. Because, like, that guy that was terrible at everything, like, he ended up hitting me up. And I and I wrote him, and I was just like, I don't think that we are compatible sexually. And he wrote back, ouch. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I blatantly was just like, you were terrible. <laughs> like, I, maybe I should have worded it differently. I don't know. But that's what, that's what I texted him. But then, like, we didn't even follow each other on social media. But, like... I low-key saw him pop up in my stories very randomly for months. And I was like, like, do you you know I can see this? Or like, I don't. And like, I mean, that's a weird thing. Like, there's like people that I've gone on like one date with like a billion years ago. Or like had sex with one time and was just like, this doesn't work or whatever. That like follow me. And it's like, I don't know, it's weird because like people don't, it's not like, oh, I'm never going to see this person again now. It's like, they're just always like kind of looming. Oh, yeah. Uh, in social media. I've now. seen whole articles about like our generation doesn't get a clean disconnect like, you know, our parents' generation got when they broke up with someone. Like, you broke up with someone in our parents' generation, yeah. you never had to fucking see them again. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. And then it's like, they just like, popping up left and right. And you're like, oh, yep, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, hell, I had a an ex from Chicago who, like, when we broke up, I disconnected from everything from her. And this is, like, well, well before I was doing public-facing stuff. And then four years later, she fucking found my Snapchat because it was still connected to the same phone number and, like, slid into my DMs on Snapchat. Like, uh... And, you know, we ended up, we ended up reconnecting for a while, but it was still, like, oh, my God, like, well, see, that's like me and my ex, like we dated like nine years ago. And then like when we broke up, it was like messy and all communication was cut off, like blocked everything. I was blocked. He cut off all communication from me and blocked me from thing. And I was like, oh, and then like, I don't know, a couple years, a few years went by and I caught him stalking my fucking Instagram. And I was like. What the fuck is this? I remember I was at my friend's house and I was like, oh my God. And I, so I texted him and I was like, are you having fun? And he was like, oh shit. Can you see that I can see that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's how stories work. Yeah. 
And then we had sex that night. So, you know, there's... <laughs> these things happen. These, these things happen, you know. But it was, like, so funny because, like, without social media, I'd have probably never talked to him ever again. But... Oops. Oops. Dating in, during, like, a quarantine is, like, a whole thing in itself, too. It's like... Oh, yeah, no, it's a... It's an absolute mess. Like the the person I was hooking up with before this was someone like from the jump I knew I should not have been involved with. It was just like, oh, pre quarantine. Those are always the funnest. And also, pre quarantine, we were hanging out at a bar, like, and she was drunk. She's like, oh, next time I'm single, I'm just showing up at your place to fuck you. I'm like, oh, 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 okay. All right. All right then. I'll be here. No, you know where I live. <laughs> You're in the neighborhood. Yeah. And you know, sometime during quarantine, she was we were just bullshitting and she's bitching about like the last dude she was with. I'm like, didn't you say next time you're single you're gonna show up to fuck me? She's like, Oh yeah. I'm like, Well, come on by then. Thanks. Oh yeah. And she did. So I mean, at least me, I, I definitely have like women in my life where it's like, Oh, I enjoy hanging out with you. Sex would probably be fun. But I definitely know I could not date you. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like there are just some personality things that are just. If I was actually romantically involved with you, would drive me up, just utterly fucking insane. Yeah, because it comes down to like, could you deal with this all the time? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. And then, in retrospect, like, shouldn't I even slept with her? Not that the sex is bad in any way, shape, or form. It's just like her. Some, yeah, but just ultimately. Yeah, ultimately, and just some of like her attitudes were like, "Oh, you sleep with fucking sex workers!" Like, just go full on. Like, you fucking knew that before we. Oh no! It's like the horophobia yeah. is real. Yeah, the horophobia is real, and like you. 100% like one of the first times we hung out was at a strip club event I was hosting. Like, how are you going to go to those places and then be so horophobic? Like, yeah. that's not, I, it's just, that's always wild to me when like girls will like be like, oh yeah, totally, I'm fine. And then like low key, they're like, well, mm, mm, mm. you're like, you don't get to like act like you support and then. Super not support all at the same time. It's not how that works. Yeah, one hundred percent. And on top of it, I fucking after like afterwards, like got a fucking STD test. You know, came back clean. And I'm like, by the way, my results were clean after you talking shit about you know your horophobia. And she's like, well, that's good for you. I'm like, oh, sorry. I was trying to like put your mind at ease because obviously I think that was your concern that I was going to bring something yeah. on your doorstep. Because I'm fucking so many dirty, dirty whoas. Right. When, like, when, when, like, porn stars are, like, some of the cleanest fucking people because they get tested so fucking often. Oh, and they of, have to be so on it with, like. I've said this so many times on air. I've said this so many times to people. Like, I am more of a risk to any performer I sleep with than they are to me. Yeah. I'm yeah. not getting 14-day tests. Yeah. Like, We're all getting tested like 
if we're even being responsible, like every like six months or so shit, like, or, or, oh, I'm dating someone new. I'll go get a test or something like that. Like, students are getting tested constantly over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Every 14 fucking days. So it was just like, oh man. Oh man. And just adding the fact that like, she just doesn't believe in tipping servers. Well, it's just like, oh, this is, this was such oh, a, no. this was such a, such a giant red flag. Oh my God. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Wow. I have a question. Am I allowed to pee? Oh yeah. Go pee. Am I allowed to? Okay. <laughs> You're you like, no, you cannot. You definitely don't need my permission to. Like, I'll just pee on this blanket. I mean, I'm not allowed. And Lily's back. Well, apparently Lily's chest tattoo is back. It's like jaw, chest, like. Just my fuck the patriarchy shirt. It's back. I'm sure the audience appreciates that. <laughs> I sure do. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, but love in the time of the pandemic is a weird fucking thing. So weird. So, so weird. Because it's like, okay, s- say you're like hooking up with someone, but you're not like serious with them, right? Normally you would wait like a certain amount of time to like then be like, oh, okay, like, are you having sex with other people? Or like, what's the deal? Whatever. But like, it's a pandemic. So like, are you fucking other people? Because like, I don't, know how safe they're being if you're fucking them or who they're hanging out with. And then now it's like, I don't want to get COVID. Like, so it's like this weird thing of like, how do you be like, I know we haven't been seeing each other long, but like, are you fucking other people? Because I don't want to like die or like, I don't know. Like, well, and it's not even like, are you fucking other people? Are you hanging out with other people? Period. Like, are you even around other people? Like, right. you could literally just go meet someone, and it's like now, now everyone's at risk. Like, I don't. It's like such a weird thing to navigate through. I, I honestly like if I was starting to see someone like on the regs at this point, I'd be like, "Are you hanging out with other people?" I don't even actually give a fuck if you're fucking. Like, are you hanging just hanging out with other people? <laughs> do you have friends? Are you going to people's houses? What are you doing? Right. Did you go out for New Year's Eve? You went out for New Year's Eve. We're done. We're done. I never want to talk to you again. <laughs> well, seeing as, according to what the LA Times posted yesterday, one in five tested people in Los Angeles have COVID now. That is crazy. Yeah, one in five tested people. Like, that... Yeah, and that's not counting people that are, like, asymptomatic and, like, just chilling. Right, or... Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Our hospitals are literally turning away ambulances. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, the world we live. For the foreseeable future. I know. I, I, I love that, like, people were all talking about, like, oh, 2021. I'm like, you don't think this is going to still be a thing? Like, you think all of a sudden we're going to switch to a new year and this virus is going to disappear? Especially because Americans are like, well, idiots. So it's going to be here for a hot Yeah, it's going to be here Nobody for and especially when you have like pharmacist, you had a fucking pharmacist in Wisconsin who let fifty vials, which is enough doses for five hundred people, go uh, expi- like go bad because he felt it wasn't safe. Yeah, like you have people like that out there. It's like, what the fuck? I just I don't understand. I don't understand it. 
I don't either. I don't, I don't either. I posted something literally yesterday that was just like, I miss like events and, and parties and group hangouts and like whatever. And like, I have a bigger following on Facebook than I do on Instagram. And there's also a way more, I think it's because the older generation is on Facebook. So there's just a lot of fucking idiots on Facebook that follow me. And, you know, people are like, well, then just go out anyway. And I'm like, no. No. Healthy people are dying. I'm trying to, like, risk killing people. I don't want to, like, go out. And first of all, what events are happening? But second of all, if there were a bunch of events, no, I'm not trying to go to a bunch of events. I mean, motherfuckers are going to, like, warehouse parties. Like, I know someone who on New Year's Eve went to a fucking warehouse party, and I'm just like, why? Why would you do that, dude? Why? I had, oh my god, like, in the middle of summer, like, when the lockdown was pretty fresh, uh, it was, like, early summer, um, I went to go, like, I put on a whole outfit because I felt like being all extra that day, and I went to go pick up, like, a tea, and I'm, like, standing in line outside, and these, like, young kids look over, and they were like, hey, were you at the rave last night? And I was like, no. Like, rave last night? Where were you having a rave last night? And why were you at a rave last night? Like, I was like, no, no, I was not. And then I, like, stepped away from them. I was like, y'all were, though, apparently. So, I don't know. Yeah, walk away from the super spreaders. Just do, 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 And they were, like, pretty young. I was like, oh, y'all are just... Also, where are your parents? Probably at the rave. Are your parents just like, yeah. They're at the rave. Fucking raving, I don't know. Nothing bad can happen to us. I'm the protagonist of this story. Let's just do some Molly. It'll be cool. Let's dance. Dance the COVID away. Yeah, Molly Molly protects you from COVID. It's cool. I don't know. I don't know how rave works. I just know everyone's like on drugs. Yeah, not my scene. I, 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 don't know. I feel like someone's getting mad at me for saying that. I feel like that's what a rave is. I feel like everyone's on drugs and dancing. In the, in the early 2000s, I once followed a girl I was into to a rave. And boy, do I regret it. It was, it was not my I went to a rave one time, and it's because my friend literally tricked me into going. And I was so mad that she tricked me into going. She was like, oh, it's this, like, Day of the Dead party thing concert. And I was like, and I had never, I didn't know shit about raves. I dress like a raver for sure, but I don't know anything about raves. I don't want to go to a rave. I don't whatever. <laughs> um so everyone assumes that I'm like some raver kid. I'm like, no, I'm a metalhead. I just like dress like one on accident. That wasn't like a plan. I dressed like a Spice Girl. And apparently Spice Girls look like ravers. So there you go. So yeah, she was like, oh yeah. So like, and you can like, you can like wear kind of like, you can like dress slutty. Like it's like whatever. And I was like, sweet. Okay. So like, I, I, I'll wear like my skull bodysuit, my ass hanging out, like cool. And she's like, yeah, awesome. And then we're like on the way there. And I remember her saying something and I was like, where are we going? And she was like, well, it's like a rave. And I was like, what? And it was kind of far. So I couldn't be like, turn this car around. I am not going. I was so mad at her. But then she ended up, she was like interested in this guy who was working it. And they ended up dating for like years after that. But, uh, 
he, I don't know, I don't know what he did for it, what kind of like job he was doing behind the scenes, but he ended up getting us free booze and getting us like on stage watching whoever the fuck we ended up watching. I have no idea. And I was like, okay, like I don't hate free drinks. And then I got drunk enough to where I was like, okay, I'll dance. Like, this isn't the worst ever. Um, but yeah, other than that, like, no, I've like kind of, I like met this boy and he, he like showed me some rave music that like yells and like, and I, like, I'm very, I'm very into like breakdown metal. Like I want a lot of breakdowns. And so like, I, I've always understood the similarity between like rave music. They're always just waiting for the breakdown. And like when I'm listening to a metal song, I'm like waiting for the breakdown. So I get it. But I also was always like, I don't want to listen to that shit music. And then this boy and he started showing me like some rave songs were like, they're literally screaming and then there's a breakdown and I'm like, okay, like I don't hate, I don't hate this specifically. So now I have like a few songs that I'll listen to, but I hate that I like that. <laughs> and that you just admitted to it on the internet. I know. Now everyone knows. I hate that I like it. I like it. Okay. But I mean, there, there are definitely like, but not like what was that? There are some that are like catchy. Yeah, no, there, there definitely are some catchy, but like, I don't know, just the, the whole, ra- I'm I'm not a fan of dance clubs, I'm not a fan of nightclubs, so like, the rave environment is just yeah. like that, to an extreme. Yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to go to a nightclub, I want to go to a metal show, and headbang, and right. punch a guy in the face, or something, I don't. Yeah, and absolutely. Though, I'm I want to get aggression out. Exactly, exactly. I, I'm an aggressive person. I, I do thank her, though. I do absolutely thank her because that taught me a very important life lesson, which is never endure music you hate in the name of you know, getting laid. Oh, God, no. I think it's a lesson young dudes need to learn, though. No, it's important. It's really important. Um. No, I mean, I, I think I've, I think at least like, I mean, I've always been a very, I've always been ridiculously honest, but like, I haven't always spoken up in situations where I was like uncomfortable or like whatever, like to appease the other person. But I think I've always been good at being like, what the fuck are you trying to make me listen to? I don't like it. Like I have one, I have one customer throughout this quarantine. I have one customer that I know from back in crazy girl days. I've known him for like eight years and I give him lap dances like during this quarantine. And, uh, he was trying to make me listen to some fucking country music recently. And I was like, dude, no, no, I don't want to listen to this shit at all. And he's like, listen to the words. And I'm like, the words I'm sure are fucking fantastic, but I can listen to the same type of words where it's screaming at me. And I like those. Like, I cannot, I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. And he's like, no. And he like tries to sing it. And I'm like, no, no, no. Couldn't pay me enough money to listen to fucking this cowboy shit. Stop it. In a weird way, that totally reminds me of a Bloodhound Gang song. Do you know which one I'm thinking of? No. 
the lap dance is always better when the stripper is crying. <laughs> you know what's ironic is I was actually like, we went, me and him went to go get lunch the other day, and I was talking about how I met Sting at Crazy Girls back in the day, and he's like my upset my everything and i like everyone who knows me knows that i call him my husband and i was talking about how uh when i met him i played it really cool but then he came up to like he went out of his way to come up to me to say goodbye to me before he left and that and then he hugged me and i started bawling my eyes out and i could not control myself and so i made a joke about how like like I literally cried for a half an hour after he left. And so I was like, people came in and probably were like, why is this like fucking stripper crying over here? And I was like, but who knows? Maybe they came in and they were like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm into. Oh, oh, my, oh my God. If you could get that kind of re- emotional response out of you from just a hug, just think of how the tantric sex would be. I know. First of all, <laughs> I, I had a boyfriend at the time and I remember like, Sting came in and I was like, and I like went up to him and I was like, uh, you're Sting. And he was like, no, I'm not. And I was like, you're a fucking liar. And he's like, started laughing. And I was like, I would just like love a picture with you at some point if that's not weird. And he was like, yeah, in a little bit. And I was like, okay, cool. And I like walked out and I went to that alley. Do you remember Crazy Girls? Like a little alley. So I went in the alley and I called my boyfriend and I was like, baby Sting's here. And he was like, what? And I was like, Sting, Sting is here. Sting's here. And he was like, okay. We'll go talk to him. And I was like, no, I can't. And like, I mean, I did, but I can't. Cause he's like, he's at the stage. And so there's a girl dancing and that's where you can't do that. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I started crying and he was like, get your shit together. Go inside. Hang out, stay. And I was like, okay. Huh. And then like later I was like, I just want you to know if he would have asked me to come with him, I would have gone. And he was like, oh, I wouldn't have blamed you. In fact, I'd have been proud to like tell everyone that after the fact, like, yeah, that's right. My girlfriend went off with staying. I was like, Oh, he's such a good boyfriend. <laughs> he wasn't, but <laughs> in that circumstance, <sighs> good work, sir. Right. Right. If your woman gets the opportunity to have tantric sex with Sting, you let her. Right. And then you disappoint no. her for the rest of your relationship. <laughs> Like, I'm so sorry. Sting was just so incredible. And I, you are never going to live up to that. No, Sting. You know what I thought was interesting, though? It's like, so Sting came up and he's like, I'm so sorry. We have to leave. And I was like, okay. He was like, what was your name again? And he hugged me and I started bawling. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so embarrassed. He was like, it's all right. And so he walks out with this huge crowd and like, you know, SUV limos, like, out front and they all get in and he gets in the passenger seat and they drive away. And I was like, but also why didn't you invite me? But also like, why didn't you get in the passenger seat? You're like, I'm too good for my friends. I'm not sitting in the back of that. I'm I sit in the front. I don't need to enjoy limos anymore. I've lived my life. Right. This is so passe. Yeah. He's better than that. He's better than a fucking limo. Or maybe, maybe. He stings body double and he wasn't lying to you when you're like, you're stinging. He's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> this is body double. It was so funny because this was like right before it was right before he went on tour with Peter Gabriel, which I went to see, which was amazing. But, uh, you know, I like I follow him closely in life and he had a beard at the time, which 
as I've stated before, I love beards. I won't even date a guy if he doesn't have a beard. But Sting is one of the only men that doesn't have to have a beard. And I'm like, I still would fuck you 100%. Uh, <laughs> but he had like a full beard and he never has a full beard. So he came in and I freaked out. And I was like going around telling everyone that he was there. And everyone that was old enough to realize who he was was like, oh, shit. But I went up to the DJ and I was like, dude, Sting is right there. And he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, which one? And I'm like, that one right there. And he's like, are you sure? And it's like across the room. And it's obviously kind of dark. And he's like, are you sure that's Sting? And I'm like, really? I've been obsessed with Sting for as long as I can remember my entire life. You're going to fucking question me. That is Sting. And he's like, hold on. And he like, he walked, he casually walked over and he looked and he came back and he's like, are you sure that's Sting? And I'm like, the one with the beard. And he's like, wait, hold on. And he went back and looked again. And he came back and he's like, I don't know. And I go, Google Sting with a beard. I dare you. <laughs> and he Googled it and he goes, holy shit, that's Sting. I was like, I know it is. I know what Sting with a beard looks like. Because that's my dream. He never has a beard. So happy when he does. Hello. What could have been? Can you imagine how my life would be different? Well, I probably would have never met you, so. I if I had that moment with Sting. Yeah, well, you'd be just off gallivanting with him and just be. He would have left his wife immediately and married me. Right? Right. Yeah, I would have never met you. She ruins my life. Would have never met you. We would not be having this moment right now. We would not. We would not have met on a porn set. That is correct. Which porn set did we meet on? Cindy? We met Cindy, Queen of the Damned. Yeah. We were party uh, extras. I, I like. I so much love telling people. Like, well, first of all, there's a porn star named Lily Moon. And with one L and it irks the shit out of me because I've literally had people write me and be like, you stole this porn star's name. And I'm like, she's like 19 years old. I've been known as Lily Moon for 10 plus years. Like she was a child. She was a young child. Yeah, she definitely should not have been in pornography at the point where you started using the name. Yeah, and I'm like, but I stole her name? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Um, I mean, luckily, we look nothing alike, but still, somehow, people confuse us. I mean, you should definitely go trademark your stage name. I should, right? Yeah. I've been thinking about that. I don't even know how to do it. I don't even know how to go about that. I I can walk you through it. Oh, okay, help. Yeah. Yeah, Because I'm in the middle of uh, doing some trademarks at the moment. Including. okay. Including, I'm going to be trademarking my stage name because unlike you, it's probably the only way I'm going to get check marks on social media. <laughs> That's like so weird. Okay. So like obviously Facebook owns Instagram, right? Right. I am verified on Instagram. I requested to be verified on Facebook and they were like, maybe try getting more followers first. Mm-hmm. Literally what they said to me, I'm like, I have almost 400,000 followers on Facebook. I have 80,000 followers on Instagram. When I got verified, I had maybe about 50. What? Unfortunately, like I have used the Instagram submission tool to like, I would like a check mark, please. Obviously, I have nowhere near your follower count in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, but I've seen people with not that many followers who are verified too. Well, yeah, and I, I am a public persona. Yeah. I'd like to think. You're like, I have I am on things. I have IMDB credits, god damn it. 
God uh, damn it. I have award I've done stuff. I have award nominations. I need a blue fucking check mark. Right? And God. in all reality, I only really want the blue check mark to make booking easier for people I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because then they're like, okay, obviously you're legit. You, your credentials are right. Forget real. the hundreds of episodes of this show that exist, but yeah, obviously. Don't look those up. Google's hard. Right, oh. right, right. Well, and on the Twitter front, I don't have at Matt Slayer because some dude who has posted one time in the last four years who is claims to be a streamer has at Matt Slayer. No, that happens all the time. Like, pe- like I mean, I go by Lily Blue Moon because somebody had Lily Moon. and But then when it comes down to it, like, sometimes I'll do like an event or I'll be interviewed or something. And they're like, Lily blue moon. And I'm like, Oh, it's just Lily moon. Like, that's just not, yeah. like, my name is Lily moon. And then that's just like my Instagram handle. But then that's how so many people know me now. So now I feel like when I do go elsewhere on the internet, it's like, okay, well, Lily blue moon. Well, I, I think you just got to do it as blue as your middle name. So it's Lily blue yeah. moon, not Lily blue yeah. moon. Yeah. But like, if I ever change my hair color, then what? Well, then it's, I mean, li- don't get me wrong. Blue's my favorite color, but. Then it's Lily B Moon. That's why it's a well, it's Lily B period Moon. That's why it's your middle name. It's not one word Blue Moon. Well, yeah. There you go. And then everyone's like, "Oh, Blue Moon beer," and I'm like, "I don't even drink beer. I don't like beer. (laughs) (laughs) Beer's gross. Mm. It's got its place. It serves its purposes. I hate it. Give me hard alcohol, or just honestly kill me. I don't. Whatever. I don't. I, I would rather give you hard alcohol than kill you. There's a lot of a lot of headaches that come with killing you. Just, like, I don't got the time to deal with all that. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, you're a tiny person, so disposing of you wouldn't be that difficult. But then, like, people Just will... Me to the pigs. <sighs> yeah, but then I gotta, like, commit weird cannibalism when I eat the pigs. Oh, how great of a thing is that? That's actually a callback to a previous episode. <laughs> Me and another guest literally were talking about that. Like, if the world goes full apocalypse, you know, the only way to make cannibalism, like, palatable to humans is to feed humans to pigs to eat the pigs. I love that idea. I want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try that. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for the idea. Not it. Not not it. Murder someone, feed them to the pigs, and then eat the pigs. I need it. Well, I need to get a whole system. I need to get a farm. I need to get pigs. I need like it's a whole to do. It's gonna take a minute. It's gonna but take a minute. Also, not it. Not it. Okay. Yeah, no, not you. Don't worry. Yeah, I like you. Don't piss me off. <laughs> I don't plan on it. Yeah, I don't think I don't even know what you could do to piss me off. I'm sure I can figure out a way. I've done it to a lot of people. Fair. But back on the music graves thing. What was the last show you went to before the whole like world ended? I think I'm pretty sure the last show I went to was a mirror as I lay dying after the burial. Nice. And it was so good. It was so good. So many breakdowns. A mirror is one of my favorite bands as I lay dying. I liked, but, um, yeah, you know, obviously, the, obviously the singer went to jail for like 
trying to hire someone to murder his wife. Yeah, then, that whole thing. A little problematic. That was like, and then... Um, See, if you'd only had a pig farm. If you'd only had a pig farm. I'm telling you. And then, uh, and then he like his band. I guess I, I watched this little documentary that came out on YouTube about it, and his band was all like, "Whoa, fuck you, bro!" No. And then he like he like went to rehab and and like you know, and he was like proved himself and whatever, and came back and did this album, and I like heard the album, and I was like, "Ooh, it's so good." So when they announced that they were like, "I'm here as Lily Jang," and after the burial, I was like. My God, I Amir is one of my favorite bands, but every time they go on tour, it's with bands that I either don't know or when I hear them, I'm like, okay, you know, like right. whatever. And so I always show up to see Amir, and that's you know, and so going to actually see a concert with Amir where I was like stoked on each band, and oh my God, it was so good, it was such a good show. Guess it was a good show to end on for however fucking long. Right. And even when shows do come back, they're gonna be different. They're gonna be weird. They are. We're all gonna be in bubbles or whatever. Have you seen that video where everyone there was like a concert where everyone's in a bubble? And it and amazing. I watched it and immediately had in, uh, anxiety because I was like, first of all, how do how are they all wedged in there? If someone has to pee or leave, how do they get out? Then you're just stuck in that bubble, and I immediately felt like I Felt anxiety watching it. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta turn this off. I, I feel like a full-on Bubble Boy concert is only, only appropriate if you're seeing the Flaming Lips. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. <laughs> but like, I mean, I get the idea of doing those concerts where it's like people, like you know, it's like a little fence, and it's like five people, and then like a fence of five people, and a fence of five people. Like, I mean, it's a bummer because you can't like crowd surf or like be in the pit. Yeah, but I'm also kind of a brat at this point. And it's like, I I don't know, I've gotten so spoiled like at concerts that I'm just like, I don't want to stand in a crowd anyway. Look, if there I'm are not- certain things that I will always crowd surf for and shit. Like Amir, I always want to crowd surf for. If I see Slipknot, just because of my like childhood, like I want to crowd surf for them. That was the first band I ever crowd surfed to well, and got injured to. Slipknot's one of those bands like I've, I could not imagine like hanging out in the wings for a Slipknot show. That's a show that yeah. you got to be in like the crowd for. Yeah, that's the first like that's the first metal band I heard that I, I was like. I'm curious. I heard people eat all shit, and I was like, I don't know what this is, but I love this. Actually, I'm curious because uh, we were both in Chicago at the same time. Did you see Slipknot at the Rosemont Horizon? Uh, with um, Kizmachi, Shadows Fall, and like. I think so. So we're both at when, that show. What year was this? Uh, Mid 2000s. Well, probably then, I would imagine. Oh man, Shadows Fall. I always forget about them until I don't. And then when I don't, I'm like, ah. Yeah. I, those dreads. You know what I mean? Wild. I want to say it was Kill Switch Engage, Shadows Fall, Gizmachi, Slimknot. Which I feel like I misquoted the lineup on that show on a previous episode recently, but. Eh. Nothing matters. Nothing matters anymore. True. But yeah, that was. Because that was the first time I had seen Slipknot in an arena. 
Because every other time I'd seen them was like outdoor venues. Yeah, like the first time I saw them was Ozfest two thousand four. Was that when they were headlining the Eager stage? The second second Eager stage. Second stage. Second yep. stage. Yeah. Uh, did you? And go- I crowd surfed for the first time ever, and I learned immediately that you don't want to crowd surf and not be facing the stage because if you fall backwards, you'll fall straight on your fucking head. You will. And get a concussion. Were, did you do that at Tinley or were you up in Alpine? Tinley. See, Alpine Valley was the better and venue. And Tinley Park forever. I'm not calling it anything else. <laughs> yeah, the New World Amphitheater. Come on. Like the Sears Tower. It's a Sears Tower. Right. But of the two amphitheaters in like Chicagoland, Alpine Valley is such a better venue. I don't know if I know what that is even. It's uh, the one. It's the outdoor amphitheater in southeast Wisconsin. Hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I think like Chicago is. I'm sure I've been there then. Yeah, Alpine, for this is like completely Chicago-centric, South Wisconsin geographic. Like, the difference between Tinley and uh, Alpine is, Alpine's, like, lawn area is so much bigger. Like, it was a much bigger lawn. Huge. Huge lawn in Alpine. And also, like, the second stage was just, like, its whole fucking own area, not, like, on the concrete like it was at Tinley. But yeah. the downside for that is when Slipknot That's fucking... That's how you get a concussion. <laughs> the downside on that, for, though, was Slipknot, the pit got so crazy, like, the dirt got kicked up so mad, like, I swear I am still, you know, picking dirt out of my beard to this day. Like, Ugh. like you had to wear Dude, a mask. Because yeah. I don't know... I don't know if I legit got a concussion from that, but I feel like now as like an adult looking back on it, I'm like, I may have had a concussion for sure. And like, didn't know, like I fell backwards, hit the concrete, blacked out for a a second. And then obviously like, this is what I love about metal shows. Like immediately there was like a ring formed around me. I was picked up. Are you okay? There was a huge lump on my head. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm okay. Can you bring me back up? And he was like, you want to go up again? And I was like, yeah, for sure. And like, brought me back up. And then I was in so much pain all day. And I, I was so sleepy. And I was like falling asleep for like some of the bands. And so uh, there was that. But then like towards the end of the night, the main stage, people were taking water bottles and filling them with dirt and then fucking launching them. And so I kept getting fucking hit <laughs> with filled water bottles. And I was like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> the brain damage, the brain damage. The amount of brain since I lost that day. I have nothing on the amount of drinking I've done for the last. <laughs> like, I can't do Fist the math it. anymore because of the alcohol. I, I don't math. I can't. I don't. Oh, cheers. Uh, okay, uh, cool. Oh man, just I miss I miss those old Ozfest lineups. Oh my god! But man, the last time I went to well, I went to Notfest in like San Bernardino. Uh, San Bernardino. Yeah. yeah, I think it was just the last one that was there. And Amir played. It was uh, the Notfest versus Ozfest. Yeah. Oh man, and and Slipknot played Iowa in its entirety. Oh, that's sick. Oh my god, I was like a child. I was like a child. I 
was so fucking excited. I might have cried. I don't know. I like, I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, this is my, this is my whole like middle school, high school experience. I'm so, I was so stoked. Holy shit. I was so happy. But it was funny because I was like backstage. This is the, I don't know if you ever saw this post where I stole Slayer's pizza out of their dressing room. I did. So that was there. Uh, I was like backstage and I was like sitting. I brought my, I brought my dog Floyd. Wherever he is. He's an old man now. Um, and I was like sitting, there was this little patch of grass backstage and I was just sitting there and I look over and Slayer's dressing room was just like, right there and they were like kept coming in and out of it or whatever and they like they all walked out and I like could see in the door and there was just like all these boxes of pizza and I was like like why you know like why would you leave that unattended and with the door open obviously you wanted this pizza to be obviously I walked in and I grabbed a slice but then I saw like couple of the guys from Slipknot like backstage and in this like in this room or whatever and they were just like oh you know like everything hurts and I was like oh this is not my childhood and then I watched them on stage and they're all like pretty stiff and I'm like yeah yeah you guys like you really went for it when I was younger like I get it everything hurts me now and all I do is pole dance not that that's not like a thing but like I get it I get it I sleep wrong I wake up in pain yeah yeah yeah. when I was younger I was like man why would I spend thousands of dollars on a bed and now I'm like I totally totally get this no I need that fucking bed yeah I woke up this morning this has been like a constant thing for me when I sleep on my left side which I'm less comfortable sleeping on i don't know why i'm less comfortable sleeping on my left side but i don't wake up with like shoulder pain on my left side i'm i always go to my right side but when i wake up i have short like it hurts my shoulder to sleep on that side and i i always am like half alive in bed thinking about this and i'm like this doesn't make any sense because i'm sleeping on each side the same it's not like i'm sleeping on them different at least not that i know of why does the left side not hurt but the right side hurts but the right side feels more comfortable overall so I always end up turning my right side. And then I wake up in the morning and I go through this thing where I'm like, do I go to the left side? And that's not going to do anything. Like go back to the right side. Should I move it up? Like, should I move it? Where do I move it? So that it's not. Like, it's one of those things where like, we've been sleeping our whole fucking lives and like still not good at it. We can't figure it out. I, I regularly, cause I, I'm a side sleeper, but I'll regularly wake up with like, my hand under my head and like my whole arm asleep. Like, why am I propping my fat head up? Oh my God. You wake up and you're like, Oh no. Oh no. And this happens a couple times a week. I'm like, I, I'm like, do I need a better pillow? Like what the fuck? I want to get a pregnancy pillow. I've been saying this, but I'm really going to do it. Have you heard of the, Have you seen these? No, no. I haven't never he been is- pregnant. I was pregnant and I still didn't know what a fucking pregnancy pillow is until recently. It's a super long pillow, and then it's, like, U-shaped, though. So it's, like, all the way around, super long. And so you, like, are, like, you can, like, cuddle the one side and and also use it as a pillow and lay on it. And then the back side is, like, up against you. 
And so you're cuddling it while it's cuddling you. And it just seems like it's the most perfect thing in the fucking world. And I need one. I need one. I think I need one too. Also, and ladies, don't judge I me if you show like up in my place with it. They're like, why are you even pregnant? <laughs> it's comfortable. It's comfortable. Shut up. I'm not getting you pregnant. Don't worry. So you're a side sleeper. What side do you sleep on? I, like, I shift. I, oh, okay. I shift a lot. I sleep like a dead person. I used to, and like I think, I think I need to, you know, drop the money on a new bed and pillows because, like, I used to sleep like the fucking dead, and now it's just like, I don't know if it's like the old person in me, like, oh no, you're up now, or it's just like, oh hey, now you don't have feeling in your arm, you're awake. Uh, yeah, and I always have this well, like, I... dreadful fucking fear of like, you know, uh, you know what happened to Dave Mustaine at one point where like he just woke up one day and he like had nerve damage in his arm. After he woke up from sleeping, like had to teach himself how to play guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That what happened to Dave Mustaine? Oh, oh my god! And I always have this fear of like I'm just gonna wake up one day and like one of my arms is just not gonna work. I'm like, but I need both of those. Okay. First of all, you didn't help my anxiety because every time I wake up with numbness from like sleeping on something, I'm like, oh no, this is useless now. Even though I know that this has happened to me my whole life, and now I'm really gonna fear that. That's crazy to me i sleep like a dead person so i have a weighted blanket and then on top of that i like to cuddle a pillow so literally i will have my weighted blanket on me and then underneath that i have a pillow and then i literally like do this to the pillow and like hold it so i am like i'm literally like a vampire with my arms and i just cuddle it and just sleep on my back. And then sometimes I'll actually like tuck my hands under my butt and I'll sleep like that. That's a, that's an interesting one. Like, well, cause I'll go to stretch and I'll like stretch and then they'll be under my butt and then I'll just like leave them. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you're, you are also notorious. Like I want to be cuddled. That is, I you're notorious for that. I love cuddling. You know, what's funny is like, I'm not a person that can like, okay. Even this morning, this morning I woke up, I accidentally left my phone volume on, which I rarely do, but I accidentally left it on. And then I, and I, and I ended up having to pee, but I woke up from my phone going off from like an Instagram notification. And then I was like, you know what? I'm up and I have to pee now. And then I went to pee and then I'm just an anxious person and I overthink everything so immediately I get to bed and I'm like okay you're gonna go back to sleep because it's so early and then I just started like thinking about all these things and I was like oh no life is terrible and I was like I'm not gonna be able to sleep so I made Alexa turn on some calming music and I fell back asleep but like that's usually so hard for me to do or like or like I'm not a person that takes naps I can't just take naps I don't understand how that works I've accidentally fallen into a nap because I'm like Casually on the couch watching TV, and then I like slip into it. And I'm like, oh, what did happen? But like, I people who are like, you know what? I'm gonna go take a nap. I'm like, what do you mean you're gonna go? You're just gonna go choose to sleep? That sounds great. I don't know what that's like, but if I'm like with a dude that I like, and we're like snuggling, and like we like, I can pass out pretty quickly if it's like. It's like this safe, safe blanket. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, one of them love language things, I guess. I don't know. Probably. I have like a thing, like, especially if I have anxiety. Oh my God. Just like bear hug me in a cuddly fucking, I don't know, whatever. And then I'm like, uh, oh, oh, okay. And then I just like, <laughs> I'm like, because I think at that point, I'm like, even if I die, I'm being cuddled. This is fine. I don't care anymore. And then, like, I mean, that's at least the someone will found my body real easy. <laughs> Everything's fine now. Ah, fuck it. Right? Don't have to end up like Lane Stanley. Oh, rest in peace, Lane. Recently rewatched Alice in Chains Unplugged. How was that? It's good. It's still really fucking good. Yeah, it. Does. I don't think it gets worse. That's no. for sure. <laughs> well, but the thing about it is what that aired in '96. In '96, like I was not into Alice in Chains at all. I wasn't either. Like that took me a while. Yeah, it was one of those things where, like, in '96, it was like, oh no, 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 I am going further and further into death metal at this point. Yeah. Like that's happened to me before too. Like, um, I had before I even moved out here. I had a friend, I don't even talk to him anymore, but I had a friend and he, he was Azalea Dying's manager. And at the time I didn't listen to Azalea Dying at all. And then when I came out here to visit before I moved out here, just to like, I was, you know, I was like, I've been out here a million times with my family. I've never been out here alone and just kind of explored alone and hung out with friends and not stayed at the fucking Beverly Hilton or like some shit, you know, like I've been to these very specific places and I haven't actually seen LA for what LA is. And I came out for three weeks and I stayed with a friend and I ended up at my, the, this buddy's house that managed them. And he had a bunch of their documentaries and I was like, I don't really listen to them, but like, yeah, I'll take a documentary. Fuck it. Like, why not? It's free. I'll take it. Yeah. And I ended up watching it and I was just like, I'm, Sometimes I don't have to be interested in the artist to like really be into the documentary. I like to see like what their life is like versus what their meat. Like I just watched Ariana Grande's thing on Netflix, which I was a little disappointed in because it was way more of a concert than it was her behind the scenes stuff. Oh, that sucks. But I wanted to see the behind the scenes stuff. I'm like, and I watched Taylor Swift's. I really liked Tyler, Taylor Swift's thing and seeing like her life versus just her music and shit. So I watched their whole documentary and I was like, so intrigued by it and I still have it. And then I ended up getting into them like nine years later. Like, so I don't know. It was like a weird thing where you like, I don't know. As you mature, tastes change and like, yeah. And the cool thing about like people like Ariana Grande is from what I understand, she's a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. My ex like works with her. He's, uh, uh, an engineer at a recording studio and he like has worked with her a lot. Okay. Can you not eat plastic? Thank you. (laughs) A buddy of mine used Uh, to be part of her security detail. So she was, yeah, she was real cool. She's got those fucking ponytail extensions. I just bought my first ponytail extension. I can't wait for it to show up. I'm so excited. Because <laughs> I'm literally going to make a post and be like, you like my hair? Gee, thanks. Just bought it. How long of an extension did you go? I Well, I got the stop eating the plastic. God <laughs> my cat is so annoying. Um, the the highest available on this person's website, which I've been following her for a while. She makes like really cool rainbow wigs and shit. And uh, it says 26 inches. 
And like my hair is pretty long as right. it is. Um, but yeah, I definitely like got a like a me- like a uh, measuring tape thing and like was like, okay, like 26 inches from here is going to be like where? And I originally was going to dye it to just my hair. I was like, I just, I just want the same thing as my hair. I like my hair. And then I was like, you know what? I feel like you should just take advantage of the fact that it's not your hair and you can like do something different. And for a while I had yellow tips and I really, really liked it, but there was just no way to keep it yellow with blue at the top. And then like, well, I had pink at the, I had had blue, pink, and then yellow. And I can try to clean it the best of my ability every time, but it kept becoming like a dingy orange. And it was really, it was much of a bummer. So I turned it red. So I was like, you know what? I should take advantage of the situation. I have a ton of yellow still. So I'm going to dye it. Like, I think I'm going to do blue, pink, yellow. I'm just like. Are are you ever worried about repping two gang colors at the same time? (laughs) No. Well, I mean, I lived in Koreatown and I was like, Real close with a gang for a minute, so there's that. <laughs> oh, I, I, I've never heard this story. You haven't? No. I never told you about this. No. I feel like I shouldn't talk about this. I <laughs> so I lived in Koreatown, and I lived one block away from Olympic Boulevard, and uh, my neighborhood was like MS13, and I didn't know who they were at the time, and then I looked them up and was like holy shit is that like an intense gang and they had a nickname for me and everything like i i remember one of one of the dudes he would like randomly talk to me all the time and he was like you know never disrespectful or anything just like he would be like oh hey girl and i'd be like oh hey you know like whatever um and then I remember there was like a shooting. I was blonde at the time and I had moved. Well, oh, there were multiple shootings, but like I, so I was blonde. There was like a shooting. And I remember like the one dude that I recognized that would say hi to me all the time. I like went up to him and I was like, Hey, do you know anything about that shooting? And he was like, mm, I can't really talk about it. And I was like, okay, well, I live here. So, you know, I just want to make sure that I'm safe because I live here. So if people are like shooting people, that's like a thing. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. Don't you worry because nothing will ever happen to you. And I was like, well, I don't think bullets have names, you know. So like you don't really know that. Cause like, if I just happen to be like walking past, like, you know, like, and he was like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. And he's like, you're not involved. So nothing will happen to you. And I was like, okay. And he was like, you just, you just stay in your castle. Cause I lived on the fourth floor. He was like, you just stay in your castle. And he's like, what's that? What's that princess up in the castle? And I was like, Rapunzel. And he was like, yeah. You just stay in your castle, Rapunzel. Nothing will happen to you. And I was like, okay. And then 
I don't know, I feel like a couple of days went by, maybe not even. And I was like walking down the street and I heard from like a block away, like, what's up, Rapunzel? And I was like, and I looked and there was some guy that I've never seen in my fucking life. And I was like, hey. And then from then on, I got called Rapunzel all the time from people I did not know. But I immediately felt okay when these people talked to me. And I, you know, I worked at Crazy Girls at the time. So I would get off work and come home at like three something in the morning and park. And usually because Koreatown, I had to park like kind of far from my apartment. And if I didn't see somebody from this gang, then I felt uncomfortable. And if I did see somebody, they're just like, what's up? And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. We're good. But if I was like walking alone and didn't see anyone, then I felt weird. And so for the longest time, I like felt very protected by this gang. So that was like a thing. Well, it makes sense. Like you live in the neighborhood, like you're there. Well, yeah. And LA is very like, like, it's interesting because in Chicago, it's a whole different thing. Like, you know, like I never lived in it, but I know that like in Chicago, it doesn't matter who you are. If like, if you're in gang territory, like they don't give a shit. They'll fucking kill you. Like if they want to kill you kind of thing. A lot of times. I mean. Another like lived kind of in a bad area for a while. And it was like, it's more sketchy. The Chicago sketchy. I think it's, it's much of the same. Like if, people think you're there because of gang-related shit, they're gonna fuck, they may fuck with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... But more often than not, if you're not involved, they don't want to fuck with you. Well, yeah, they don't want to deal with the headaches of what, you know, doing something you potentially brings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all my years in Chicago, going into some fairly sketchy neighborhoods at times, the only time I ever got fucked with was in Little Village in, like, the late nineties, early two thousands. I you know, I had someone call me a long haired faggot. And I just ignored the dude and kept walking. Yeah. And it was no big deal. And then the police rolled me and asked me why I was in the neighborhood. Just hanging out. Like I'm literally meeting a friend who lives in the neighborhood for coffee. They're like, Are you an artist? You got spray cans on you? What? Really? That's what they were concerned about? Oh, are you gonna paint something? Right. Like- like, what? What's, your biggest fear? what's this white boy doing in Little Village? Yeah. For the non-Chicago listeners, Little Village is a prom- primarily Hispanic neighborhood in Chicago. Especially at that point. It definitely stuck out like a sore fucking thumb. But yeah, like, yeah. I, I had more problems with the but police overall, than anyone else. It's more like, it's more like if you live in this neighborhood, we take care of you. And if you're not a part of this neighborhood, then like, who the fuck are you? Kind of thing. And so I like, I mean, I haven't, there's one person cause like they didn't, they weren't like on social media or like have phones really much or anything either. But there was one dude for a while that would like randomly text me and just be like, how are you after I moved out of the neighborhood? But I haven't even talked to him in forever. But like, it was funny too. Cause I started getting into street art and that's like a huge thing. Like you can't just go around tagging anything, even if you're just like a random artist, like, they're like, who the fuck do you think you are? You don't get to like do that. And this whole gang was just like, yeah, you can tag your shit wherever. Like you're a part of 
uh, Sierra part of this neighborhood. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I was like, you guys are kind of wild. And the one dude was like, no, nah, no. And I was like, no, I don't know. I've read some shit. You guys are kind of wild. And he's like, no, nah, man, like we're good people. I was like, okay, we say so. <laughs> sure. But I've still driven by, like, I haven't driven by in a while, like, in a long time, but I've I've driven by and been like, oh, my moon's still there, like, still riding. I kind of want to, like, go by and just, like, get out of my car and see if I see anyone I know and be like, hey. How long ago was that? I mean, I've been out here for 10 years, so I guess five years ago, because I lived in Koreatown for five years. Oh, I'm so old. I know. And then you've lived in like a hundred other places since then. I know last time we did this, I was staying at my friend's house in Fontana and you kept calling it Arizona. Yeah. You, I mean, you were essentially living in Arizona. And now that you're back in civilization, I'm sure you agree with me. I No, I agreed with you then. It was just like, <laughs> I'm not paying rent right now. Like my friend has a big house uh, really far from LA and he's like yeah you can like hang out in one of the rooms like go for it I'm like oh no rent cool and then I was like I don't give a shit I will pay $2,000 a month to not fucking be this far from LA well, that, you were fucking staying in hotels and shit in town half the time and only commuting out there like half the time so I'm sure you really well, yeah, but I mean at least customers were paying for that like oh, I wouldn't fair enough like, I'd have a customer be like, let me pay for you to stay at the W Hotel so you don't have to, like, drive. And I was like, I mean, okay. Okay, okay if you sure. insist. Yeah. You sure? You sure? You sure? Well, no, uh, you're just going to, like, you're just going to handle it from your phone. And then I'm going to invite the guy that I'm dating to come stay with me at the W while you're on guard. And your dime? Okay. Can I get room service? Thanks. Right, I'm hungry. All this dancing, you know, builds up an appetite. It's rough. It's a hard knock life. So rough. So fucking rough. Oh, no. But thankfully, you're back in civilization. Oh, my God. Yeah, for two years now. Well, it's, it's been over two years since you've done the show, so. Yeah. 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 I, like, lived in Glendale for a minute, and now I live somewhere else. I'm not going to mention right now. Yeah, don't, don't, don't dox yourself <laughs> on the goddamn internet. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You can stalk Lily here. Yeah. yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> Just come search. Whatever. All right. Like, you know. No, guys. She actually still lives in Fontana. Go check out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, like, I liked living in Glendale. I don't know. Me, I, me and a roommate lived there for a minute. And it was, like, cool. But I ultimately didn't want to live in the valley. And so, like. I went and I like, it was just like a good deal and it was like a luxury apartment. And so it's like, Oh, you get like the pool and the hot tub and the free coffee, hot chocolate machine and the business lounge and the fitness center. And like, like I'd ever go there and all this shit. And so I was just like, and it was like, Oh, you know, we have a deal right now. No deposit. If you move in right now. And we were like, no deposit. Cool. Yeah. Fuck it. Like let's move in. And I was like, I don't know. I want to be in LA. And that was like my main goal. It's like, I want to live in LA. I don't want to be in the Valley. Oh, I'm right there. Los Angeles in my address is like such an important thing for me. Like what a stupid petty thing to be obsessed with. But like, don't, don't live in Van Nuys. Just to be like, I still live in LA. Like, cool. No, no. I hate when people are like, I live in LA. And then they like say some far ass places. I'm like, don't. 
No, you do not. No, you do not. Don't say that. But they Just technically do. But they technically do. No. When I first moved out here, I had friends who lived, like a couple friends, they all shared a house in Van Nuys. And I was so poor and I had an SUV that just like was all the shit and guzzled gas like crazy. And I lived in Koreatown and they're like, oh, we're having a party at our place. Blah, 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 Van Nuys. And I was like, I'm like looking it up. On, I'm like, I have to drive where? I was like, no, that's so far. I don't want to go there. You know, gas that's going to cost you. That's not L.A. But it is this town. I'm. I just found out. I don't know if you heard about this, but like the one on one coffee shop shut down, which is a LA yeah. fucking landmark. I've honestly only been there once. I mean, you know where I live. You know, it's my it's my neighborhood diner. Yeah, yeah. It's honestly the first place I lived. I first place I ate at when I moved to LA. Like before I moved to LA, it's like the first place I ever ate at in LA because I had friends living at the Hollywood Towers. Like when yeah. I come in to visit. So many, a handful, well, yeah, a lot of iconic things have been fucking filmed there. Like half of a half of Swingers was fil- filmed there. Yeah, uh, which is funny because like the place I golf at is like the place that they go in Swingers. Oh yeah, actually, like being in the neighborhood and like watching Swingers now, it's like I know where that is, and 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 that is. That's one of my favorite things when I watch things is just being like. I go there all the time. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, this is me being a giant dork, but when I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I was pointing out discrepancies in some of the travels. Mm, yeah. They do that shit all the time, though. They, like, show themselves somewhere, and then they're like, we're here, and you're like, mm, Well, but the thing about it is, like, no. especially with Once Upon a Time, where it was supposed to be a love letter to, like, fucking Hollywood, where, especially... Um, Cliff picks up Pussycat. He says he's on Burbank Boulevard and she's trying to go to Chatsworth. And then they get on the 101 northbound at Hollywood Boulevard. Like, it's the entrance for Hollywood Boulevard. It's like... Mm-hmm. No. Well, really? Like, I can yeah, see that from my window. That. I can see that from my window. <laughs> not, not it. Nope, not it. Not it. it. It's just... Absolute silliness. But, you know, the rest of the country has no fucking idea. Yeah. Or they'll be like, this takes place in Pennsylvania. And then, like, they show themselves at, like, some place. And you're like, that's that's right here. Yeah. (laughs) I I know exactly where that is. That that, that is definitely still L.A. Not Pennsylvania, but okay. And then they show, like, they, like, in between scenes, they, like, you know, in the beginning of a scene, they, like, pan in on, like, the Pennsylvania city. And you're like... Oh, okay, so you're in Pennsylvania, I guess, or whatever. But at least with stuff like that, I can suspend disbelief a little bit. When you're like, oh, I am shooting where I am actually shooting, and then I'm still going to get... We're in L.A., but we're here, and then we're over there. Yeah, we're we're still going to get geography wrong. It's like, makes no sense. Just fix the dialogue a little, or... Yeah, how hard is that to just be like, oh, yeah, that would take 20 minutes in real life, because it would... People. Okay, I have to drink again. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking. You did this. Oh, I I did this. It's the title of your show, and so I had to, and then... Yeah, 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 yeah. You did this. You did this! I did this. It's your fault. I'm back, I'm back. I made it back. Woo! Did you have a good pee? It was so good. Awesome. 
now that you're back and we're going to stop talking about LA geography, because I'm sure that's super entertaining to most of the world. Oh, everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. I mean, that's why they have Saturday Night Live sketches about it. Yeah, it's true. It's so true. It's so true. Oh my God. What show are you looking forward to when we can go back to fucking real world? What show? Yeah. What show? Like what, what show, what band do you want to fucking see when you're like, I can go to fucking shows again. I don't know, because, like, I just feel like I have, like, extra aggression that I need to get out now. So, I, like, I feel like it would, like, the last show I went to, like, Amir Anzali dying after the burial would be, like, such a good show. Uh, I feel like that would be such a good show to, like, enter in on. Um, I will say I was supposed to see in this moment. They were supposed to be on tour in, like, April. We saw them together, didn't we? Probably. I think down, so. Down, down in uh, fucking Anaheim? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love them. They're such good people. And, like, she's just, like, constantly, like, evolving. And a lot of people don't like that about her because they want a band to be consistent and stay the same. But I love that it's like this because I like I like metal and alternative music and I and I like a lot of different aspects of aspects aspects of music. So like the fact that like her first album is like breakdown heavy. And then her second album was very like, well, I, I will, when she, when she came out with the second album, I was like, Oh, it's like very singy and like mostly singy. And I, I was kind of thrown off and a little upset at first, but now looking back on it, like I really like it. Her third album was so like Pantera inspired. And then like, She's just done this, like, she's just done a little everything. She was trying to figure out what she wanted to do. And, well, like, and that's the balancing act. That's the balancing act musicians definitely have to do is, like, you don't want to go too wildly depart from what you started off as because people will abandon yeah. you. They'll be like, what the fuck? This isn't a whatever band album. But you also don't want to be ACDC where every fucking album sounds the goddamn same. Yeah. Not to say that ACDC isn't very commercially successful, but. Oh, but they're so, yeah, no. I remember talking to my mom and she was like, I hate them. And I was like, why? And she's like, they sound the same. And I was like, mm, that's fair. Um, it's funny though, within this moment, like I, I mean, they got popular fast. So I get that like, she hadn't quite figured out what she was doing yet before she got popular and then was like still trying to figure out. And that's fine. Cause I love them. But when I found out who they were and they were like, not, they just weren't as popular. I loved them for what they were. And then they did this and I was like, Oh, okay. Like, Oh, that's not what I, okay. Yeah. But like, that's cool. And then like the Pantera inspired album, I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, but just following them, I I feel like at this point I'm so invested, like they can't do wrong. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where even in situations where they've come out with an album and like I hear the I hear the first song they come out with, and I'm like, oh, that's not what I thought it was gonna be. And then I listen to it seven more times, and then I'm like, man, I fucking love this song. Like I like it just grows on me and then i'm just like yeah this is the best song ever so i i just love them i just feel like ultimately no matter what they do i'm even if it has to grow on me for a minute i'm gonna love it 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And it, it's, it's weird that like music is like really the only art form where the artist is expected to fucking keep some sort of status quo. Yeah. Like, you could be a film director and make fucking wildly different movies. That's yeah, fine. but if you don't sound exactly the same, I remember I had an ex that like when we met, I don't know, it was like one of one of the earlier albums, and then her another album came out, and he was like, "It's totally different. Like they shouldn't do that. It's not cool. I don't like it." And I was like. Well, why not though? Why can't? Why can't they do? Why not? I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, they can do whatever they want to. They can have different styles. I mean, we like listening to different styles of music. So why can't they make different styles of music? Like, that doesn't make sense. You have to have one genre if you're a band because it's branded like, as this genre. It's branded. Yeah, you can't you can't be a creative person and just want to make different types of things. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And sometimes it does backfire. Look, I'm a Machine Head fan. There are some Machine Head albums I'm not into. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've definitely had bands where I'm like, "What the fuck did you do?" <laughs> So I guess it's it's a gamble, but yeah, but also be true to yourself at the end of the day because yeah, it's your art. Yeah, it's either gonna go sour or it's not. But you can't you can't control that either way. You could keep doing what you're doing, and then people will be like, mm, "This isn't good. It's not the same." So might as well just be honest. Yeah, exactly. Because not everyone can pull off ACDC and sound exactly the same for fifty years. And I've got big balls. You've got big balls. We've got the biggest balls of them all. Of them all. Like, that was a song. That was a real song. So, you know, if they can do it. I saw fucking a TikTok recently where the guy's like, it's like the recording company talking to, and he's like, okay, what do you got for me? Like, what's your band name going to be called? And he's like, okay, hear me out. Bare naked ladies. And he's like, how are we going to sell that? And he's like, what? And he's like, okay, all right, well, we can get past that. Like, what, tell me about, you know, your songs and stuff. And he's like, hear me out. We're going to like talk, what was it? I don't know. It was like one of their songs where they're just saying some like ridiculous shit. And he's like, I, I don't know what to do with that. I'm like, uh, I have to look it up because I don't remember. It was ridiculous. I can't. Now I've been drinking whiskey, so I don't know what you want. Oh, no. No, not whiskey. Anything but whiskey. No. Well, and music music's just a weird art form comparative, in comparison to other art forms because how movie stars and TV actors or directors or writers or anything like that can't get away with like the theatrics of music or the pseudonyms or you know Marilyn Manson can be Marilyn Manson but Brian Warner couldn't if he was an, just an actor could not have that career as you know Marilyn Manson oh oh absolutely and that's the thing so okay I looked it up so 
they're like, oh, bare naked, bare naked ladies are named. He's like, I don't know where I'm going to sell that, but like, okay, like talk about your hits. And he's like, okay, we're going to be like chicken of China, the Chinese, Chinese chicken. chicken. Have a, and have a drumstick like, and yeah. How are we going to fucking sell that? <laughs> and then like the TikTok ends. It's just like that. And you're like, dude, if somebody tried to do that today, they'd be like, they'd cancel them. They'd cancel them. Nope, absolutely not. No, you are not going to do that. Oh, music is so, such an interesting place. I mean, like, just the business of it, the just the creation of it. So interesting. I want to create music all the time, but I don't, I don't have a lot of knowledge in those types of um, programs and shit. So I don't, I don't really know where to start. I've, I've written lyrics before and I feel like I'm decent at that. And I, I dabble in piano and I dabble in bass and I dabble in guitar, but like I, but when it comes down to like making my own thing, I don't, I just don't really know where to start. And like I said before, like my one ex who I've like been cool with for well on and off since we dated a million years ago works, uh, at a recording studio. And so I'm like, you know, things like, you know, but like, I just, I still ultimately don't know where to start. And I, my dad even has been like, you're, you, you're a good singer. And like, you're good with music. Like you should do shit. And I'm like, find other people to collaborate with that are, that know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. I like, uh, one of our, um, he was like a mixture of like securities, whatever at Jumbo's. Um, he's really good with music, and we actually talked for a minute about collaborating. And I don't know, we just never talked about it after that. But I feel well, like, I, what are you doing right now? I'm sure he's not at Jumbo's at the door. No. Well, that's the thing we talked about it a couple months ago. Like we're in the middle of quarantine, and it was like, oh yeah, like we should do something. And then like we just didn't talk about it after that and like in my head it kind of pops up all the time and I'm like yeah I need to do that and then my laziness is like yeah you'll get to it and it's like because that's the beautiful part about doing this in the modern age you can record your vocals at home and send the file and you don't really have to like go anywhere or do much of anything to like do things yeah like this like setting this up oh do you have time on this day to be at your home Right. Pants are optional. Yeah. Like Yeah. You know. And I put on a whole outfit. You well, know? I appreciate I did, it. I did work. I appreciate I it. I did work. You I, can't see it. I super didn't. I have shorts on, it doesn't matter. Right? I have gym shorts on too. Like I was br- trying to straighten my beard out when oh, we first put got shorts on. Right. I mean I put shorts on for me, not for you. I know I put shorts on for me too. I was like, I'm going to leave the house and maybe go get like a tea. And then I didn't, I still might, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> you, you know, we have the rest of the day. I don't know. I, have no idea. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. It. I've talked about this a bunch on here. Like I honestly have more like disposable time than I have had in years. And a lot of people tell me that I am much more productive than most people they know. And I just don't feel like I'm getting enough done. See, I feel like I did like a Q and a on Instagram the other day. And I feel like 
I feel like I do so much. And at the same time, I don't fucking do anything like my job, like part of my job is social media because that's where I'm making my money because of my website and my Etsy and my OnlyFans and, and all that. So social media is my job. And when I'm not at Jumbo's right now, that is like my full-time job. It's just like being on the internet, but most people are on the internet half the time anyway. So it's hard for me to feel like I'm working a lot when I am kind of working a lot. And then, I mean, I even constantly make this joke where I'm like, oh yeah, well, like I just did this today. Like, oh, hard work. When in reality, when I think about it, I'm like, I'm kind of working a lot. Like I am, I'm, I'm constantly like posting and responding to things and doing this and doing that. And like that, that is like, that's how I make my money. But also I feel like at the same time, I have so much free time because I can really, I decide whenever I'm going to do these things. But my dad is like, I mean, when I think about it, it's like my dad's the same. My dad owns his own entire construction company and he does very well for himself. But also he can be like, you know what, I'm going to do this today instead of working because I have it set up and I, but, but like, he's still answering his phone and he's doing things, but like, but he has a whole fucking business and he's yeah. like doing work. So like, I constantly feel like I'm don't, I'm not doing anything when really I'm like, I'm doing a lot of things. I think I like minimize what I'm doing a lot. Yeah, I think so. I think this is also because it's not structured time. It's not yeah. like even with jumbos that yeah you could pretty much now I'm at work right now right. I am I'm at I like I've this I, is I have to be at jumbos from that, four to eight I have to yeah. be there and I can't leave that because this is the time that I'm being told that I have to be here from somebody else so I'm doing work right I, I think it's the lack of structure especially for us Midwesterners that is just like yeah oh I'm not working I'm like oh no no. I made a video today. I'm doing a podcast. I'm editing another video. Um, if I have, like, I made a ridiculous joke shirt for a friend of mine that I just sent for sent for him. I will show it. I can't put it on the episode because it may not arrive at his house by the time it's done, but I'll show you when we're off air. I Ooh. photoshopped that yesterday. Like, you know, I, I do, you know, it's just one of those things where, like, I have to realize that, like, no, no, I'm working all the time. It's just not structured. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like work because you're doing it on your own time and it's more laxed than. Oh, yeah. Like, I meant to, to do this, 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 this. I meant to start editing like right after breakfast this morning and I dicked around on YouTube watching videos for an hour and a half. Yeah. I'll have orders on Etsy and I'll be like, yeah, I got to do this today. And then, like, the whole day will go by and it'll be like 9, 10 p.m. And I'm like, yeah, I got it. No, but I have to do those and then I'll go do them. But I'm also more creative at night because it's just who I am. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's such, it's, it's just such like a thing where like, I mean, I started like talking to a new guy and I, I, I explained to him on our first date. I was just like, oh, sex worker life. And then like, we call non-sex workers civilians. And we call non-sex worker jobs like vanilla jobs. And he unfortunately had to work the next day after our date. And we were like up to like 2.30 in the morning, like hanging out. 
And I got a text at like 6.30 in the morning of him with like a middle figure. And he's like, oh, just going to my civilian job. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> which I thought was really cool because he's mentioned it a couple times since where like, I don't know. He's very good at listening. It's a wild concept for me, but like, he's like mentioned like civilian, you know, my civilian work and like my vanilla. And I'm like, yeah, you know, and he's like, Oh, must be nice. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to lie. Waking up whenever I want to is nice. But then also you get off work at a very set time and then you're done. And, and I am working Always. Every time I every time I open Instagram, I'm technically working. Well, and on top of it, you have steady income, bro. That is very true. Like, like you know, like I just blatantly was like, how much do you make a year? Because I had openly talked about my income. And then I was like, how much do you make? How much do you make a year? And like, it's like, oh, this much. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty decent. But like, mine's very. And not guaranteed I mean, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I live comfortably and I have lived comfortably and luckily during the pandemic I've been doing okay, but but overall I could have a really bad fucking month. I mean, especially in dancing world, it's like I've learned that if you have a really fucking extra good work a week, you best save that money because normally the next week after that for some reason is real bad. Like I feel like it always evens out to where you're not making too much money like it's always just like good enough right and so if i do extra extra good i'm like mm, let's save this extra money hell yeah, I'm not gonna go hell yeah. and the thing about it is like things like instagram and OnlyFans could change their rules on the fly you could be making fucking baller money this month and then all of a sudden OnlyFans like mm, this isn't a lot we hate sex workers now yep <laughs> yep we hate sex workers now and uh, and you're like well, fuck. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Uh, now what? Cool. Right. Where the guys, especially in the considering like Instagram's new rules. Right. And they were talking. Uh, what was it? Pornhub that like kicked a bunch of people off, and then like Visa was like, "Oh, no more with that." And it's like, oh, okay, so is OnlyFans going to do that next? Where they're? I don't think so. Gonna, like. I don't think so either, but you just never know. You just never know, especially in this industry. You just never know who's going to shit on you next or fuck you over next. And you always have to be on your toes. And honestly, it's funny because we're, we're mostly the, the stigmatized look down upon group, but we're also the group that consistently has to evolve to live. Yeah. And we're constantly figuring out new ways to work around society hating us on a constant basis. But like, yeah, we're super stupid and blah, 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 whatever. Well, and like in all walks of life, there are some people that are stupid. There's also some people that are wickedly sharp, like every other fucking career. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to meet people and be like, how did you get into this high... CEO position, you're the dumbest person I've ever met, and then you're going to meet their secretary, who's the smartest person ever. Right. Or like, who's it's probably just, actually just propping them up. Yeah, yeah, like it's ugh, ugh. Because don't get me wrong, I've met strippers where I'm like, wow, you're real dumb, and then I've met strippers that are like, 
You're a fucking biologist? Like, dang, bitch, you're a smart hoe. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. we're just normal. We're just normal people. Right. Wild. And Wild also, biology doesn't pay super well. A friend of mine is married to a PhD in biology, and he makes more selling cell phones than she does. Yeah. Like, all that oh, education. Why, why? All that education and... Yeah. But, like, go to college. Go to college. Go to college. Go to college. So you can be in debt for most of your life. Go to college. Yeah, a friend of mine just literally posted something. He's like, you know, I graduated college 10 years ago with a $48,000 student loan. I have paid, I owe 54000 on it now, and I have somehow paid 45% of it off. Cool. I don't like that. No, I no one should like that. I can't even imagine. I'm so glad I didn't go to college. Holy shit. Yeah, I didn't go to a day of it. And I have other friends who went to, like, for-profit art colleges where, like, their student loan debt is, like, fucking a decent mortgage. And they're not even working in their field that they went to this for-profit art yeah. school for. Uh, well, and that's the thing. 90% of the time, are you working in the field that you went to college for? No. 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 Well, it's like, he, that friend went to school for video editing. I work a lot more as an editor than he does. Yeah. Like, never went to a day of college for it. Like, what the fuck, man? Unfortunately... Like, our parents' generation was instructed, like, you had to go to college, you had to buy a home, and you had to pump out 2.5 children. Like, that's that's what you did in life. Yeah. You got a state job. Yeah, that was what you do. But at the time, also, you'll be able to afford to have an entire family and take care of them and no, none of them have to work. Right. Like, them. you could, oh, work a summer job and actually pay your tuition. No. America. America. Fuck Yeah. Lick my butt and suck on my balls. <laughs> but Lily, it is actually about the time we're going to call last call on this motherfucker. We've been going for like two and a half yeah, hours. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. Fly by when you're having fun. <laughs> oh. You've had to pee multiple times. You know, you've been there for a minute. I have. I have. You have. <laughs> it's been fun. Where can they find you on all the things? You can fully promote your OnlyFans and all that shit here because we're not Instagram. Okay, well, oh, what is my OnlyFans? Lily Blue Moon, I think. <laughs> if you just like, you know, like if you just like Google Lily Moon OnlyFans, I think that pops up. Uh, Lily Blue Moon on most things or Lily Moon, but like L I L L Y, because as stated previously, there is a porn star, L I L Y Moon. She looks nothing like me, but like, oh shit, go check out her shit too. Why not? Go trademark your name but, and take her off that shit. But yeah, I'm the one with blue hair. She is no tattoos, no colorful hair. So it's pretty easy Boring. to tell. Boring. I agree. But yeah, uh, Lily Blue Moon, Lily Moon, pretty much on everything. Two L's. Don't fuck it up. Hell yeah. We're not going to wait another two or something years to do this again. So we'll have you on again yeah. sooner than later. I love that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's always fun. Now, can I ask you something real quick? Our first one was not on video, right? Correct. Okay. 
I didn't because I somehow in my mind I thought it was, and then I was looking for it on video, and then I found the YouTube video, and I was like, why is it not on video? And then I was like, I don't think we filmed it. No, no, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I thought we did. I don't think we did. No, I didn't start filming them till almost a year later. Like uh, February of nineteen was when I first started putting out the video versions. Oh, so now. Well, shit. That means we're coming up on almost three years since you've been on. Oh, really? Three years? Oh. Yeah, because this will be episode 190-something, and you were on episode 53. So old. Yeah, I know. Me too. But we're going to really get you out of here. As always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter, And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. Look for us on the YouTube at slash And Now We Drink. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Now we drink. Now we drink.